attention, a lot of everything to that group. He means so much to this community and not just this community, because you got to understand if you're listening out there, especially if you're a young person listening out there, the ghetto boys come from the golden era. Ghetto boys are De La Soul. Ghetto boys are Tribe Called Quest. Ghetto boys are that whole era. They are from that era. N.W.A. Spice One. Yeah. All the stuff that really made hip hop culture what it is today. Well, not what it is today. I don't blame them for what it is today. (laughs) But what it it became, man. I mean, Bushwick Bill is an integral part of that man and his spirit, his lyrics. He will live on forever, and that's for sure. And to be, and I'm gonna tell you, this is, this is the song that set it up for me. Okay. Chill. Yes. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And uh, sensitive listeners may want to tune out now. This is damage control. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Just chilling, man. What's up? Get him ghetto boy in the ring, man. Hold him down. Ghetto boys. Hey. What's up, Jay? Yeah, man. I got Willie D on the other end. What's up, Will? What's up, now? What's up, fellas? Say, fellas, I've been kicking a few lyrics in the back of my mind, man. And I'm tired of motherfuckers disrespecting us. Because we're black owned and won't sell out. So check this out. We need to get together and go to that other level of the game and do it like a geo. I'm back like a rebel making trouble. I'm an assassin, kicking ass on a double. No motherfucker alive is gonna stop me. So fuck you and your goddamn posse. And it's time to step on some motherfucking toes. Nah, dude. Man, fuck them hoes. These coasts ain't playing a song. I want to know what the hell's going on. Give me my card, radio sucker. I'll kick your ass and take the motherfucker. Everybody know New York is where it begin. So let the ego shit in. Black radio is being disowned. Not by the other race, but it's owned. A lot of bullshit records make hits. Because the radio is all about politics. Action is my identity. Whoever you be, don't, don't, don't fuck with me. My last go, the radio stuck me with a low blow. Now I'm doing it like a deal. Gun. So if you want to fuck with this brother, you better be ready. 
Will is going down. 
right fucking now. I put the pistol to my temple, seen the bullet in the chamber, cocked it back, and out of anger, I pulled it crack. Seen the shells up out the side, now I'm falling back. I'm seeing faces, but they're all in black. I'm hearing sounds, but I can't hear. I'm seeing pictures in my head, but they ain't clear. My every vision flashes full speed, and I'm feeling like I'm losing my grips in all reality. But my reality's a battle, G, and I was tired of having talks with myself about fatality. End it all, or should I stand tall? Apparently, I wasn't patient enough to hear the man call. So now I leave myself to strive or guide, but I've lost all my hopes inside, and I just wanna die. Put, 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 man. man Damn. I'm talking about killing yeah. myself, man. You wanna kill yourself? That's right, I don't give okay. a fuck. Alright. Well, you think I'm playing? Fuck that revolver, nigga. Man, Race I ain't playing the revolver. I think I won't shoot myself with this motherfucking automatic. I you know you won't shoot the motherfucking You think I won't do it? You I think know I you can? won't, nigga. I, I know you won't. Damn, watch out, Jamal. Shot motherfucking Bushwick. Shit, he's so goddamn short that he had to get a running start and jump up on a commode and take a shit. He can't even piss. He can't even piss without rearing all the way back, squeezing his little dick. He went to the movie. They was gonna let him in the, in the movie free, but he had razor bumps. Shot motherfucker. I was gonna give him a ride in my goddamn car, but I forgot my car seat. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, the really? only time, the only time we ever really got in trouble, chill. Yeah. The only time we ever really got in trouble. I was, I had left for a minute, and somebody played the uh, one of the late, like G Code instrumental or something, man. And it went, you know, don't like. Uh -huh, and, uh, yeah. He said some things. This is tonight. It's all for Bushwick Bill. If it's raw, it's raw. If it's raw, it's real, and it's just how it is, man. We're waiting on some it's important crazy. people to call in tonight. Lots of people to share their stories with about uh, Bushwick Bill tonight. Uh, how do we get these mics on? In right here. Turn these mics on in here, man. We got the mics on in the studio tonight. Yeah. Tuned in to ninety point one KPFT. My name is Done. My name is Matt Sanzala. Hey. We got DJ Chill. We got Zeke in the house. Zico. Tonight is a sad night. Another dude, when I come to town, as always, for these tributes, man, it's uh to talk about some of our fallen soldiers. And for those who don't know, and I think most anybody who's listening to this show would know, Bushwick Bill recently he passed this weekend after a battle with uh, pancreatic cancer. He had at stage four pancreatic cancer. To be honest with you, man, it went real fast, and that's kind of what happens with with stage four pancreatic cancer. It, it is one of the biggest killers, the fastest killers, and. To be honest with you, I've known the Ghetto Boys like since maybe 1990, 91 when they were recording We Can't Be Stopped is when I first met them for the first time. And when they told me they were still going to go on a tour after he had been diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer, I was like, does he really have stage 4 pancreatic cancer? How is that going to happen, man? It's intense. I actually, and me thinking that was me kind of having hope. I love the Ghetto Boys. I love Bushwick Bill. And I'll talk about that a little later in the show of how the Ghetto Boys changed my life for real. And I'm sure everyone in this studio tonight has a story. Young Stars in the house. We're going to holler at him in just a minute. Is that? Hold up, hold up. It's cool. It's cool, Keith. Man, we're going to talk to a lot of people tonight. But our first caller tonight, Chili, you ready to bring him in? Yeah, yeah. Our first caller tonight is very literally another one of my favorite MCs. When I first heard the Ultramagnetic MCs when I was in high school, they also changed my life to an extent, man. I was like, 
I didn't realize rap music could be done that <laughs> intricately, man. Straight up. Cool. Keith. What's good? Brother, what? thank you for calling in. We really appreciate you calling in because I know you working with Bushwick Bill is a dream to me, man. We're going to play the song y'all did, Mantronics, after, after we get done sharing some memories here, but I always loved all kinds of hip-hop man i loved what was going on in the south i love you and the and the and the real heyday the 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 golden age of hip-hop the real shit uh-huh excuse me we aren't supposed to <laughs> we can play it we can't say we can't, it sorry yes, exactly. i haven't been on here in a minute i know so but keith <laughs> one thing i want to say before we get into this one thing i've, I've respected you as an mc forever but you are one you're from the bronx you're from the mecca of hip-hop and you were literally one of the only mcs at a certain point in time i think in the late 90s who really came out talking about people like Sibo, talking about our artists down here in the South, in New Orleans, in Houston, Memphis, uh-huh. all through the Bay. You are one of the top MCs ever of all time from where it all started. And what I always respected about you was you were a voice for, at, a t- at the time, we were voiceless. And I want right, to thank right. you for that. I really want to thank you for that, Cool Keith. And I want to thank you for being our first caller here tonight. Cool Keith of the Ultra Magnetic MCs is on the phone tonight with our Bushwick Bill tribute. Thank you, brother. How you doing, man? How you doing? Right. Man, it's hard. We're doing okay, but it's hard. We lost, yeah, I was we always lost one of our biggest uh, um, You know, New Orleans, I, I was, you know, riding around with Beast by the Pound when I first came around, Um, you know, when I, you know, really? way back, even with uh, all the stuff in the South, you know, I was definitely up on everything. No, that's real. You were you were public about it too. You were saying it in the magazines. You were saying it in your interviews about. I mean, literally, we were saying it down here. We're like, like Willie D said, the first song we played tonight was "Do It Like a Geo," and he said, "The East Coast ain't playing our songs. I want to know what the hell's going on." The East Coast hated on us. A lot of right. people hated on anything that didn't sound like what pure what they uh-huh. thought was pure hip hop. Well, well, I had everybody's CD in my in my when I had when I was living in L.A. I had everybody's. Right. See me in my case. I had Ghetto Boys. I had um, Scarface albums. I had E40 album. I had Master P album. I had Fiend album. Skullduggery. Mia X. I had. Oh. I was. I was a variety bond person to everybody from the east to the west. Correct uh, album. Um, all albums in the south, the west, L.A. What Seattle? What drew you to those sounds? Because I mean, literally, you are part of the blueprint well i was i was into you know collecting everybody's stuff i didn't have no boundaries i i, I was a you know i was a multi-buyer when i go to tower records i would buy everybody's cd right just to just to um check out the sounds exactly. international you know from different areas huh i tell yeah. people all the time like i don't listen to kid and play all day but i i bought uh, when i was a kid i bought kid and play because it was there it was in the rap section and you bought the tape yeah, you I, I just bought everything. Out. Mac, Mac Moore, Mac Dre. Yeah. I, I just bought everything. Yeah. Man, well, can you remember the first time you heard the Ghetto Boys and how you felt? Um, uh, you know what's the um the the um the other record was a big hit when I it used to come on the box all the time. You know the um robbing little kids for bags. You yeah, know, mind um, playing what, tricks. What was that one? Mind um, playing tricks on me. Mind playing tricks on me. You know that was on the box. Like yeah. Every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that that was that was the, that was one of the kickers for y'all. Yeah, that was on the box every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Now, chill. I don't know if you know this, but uh, 
a few years ago at South by Southwest. I was there when uh, Cool Keith and Willie D first met, and I was like, man, y'all need to do something. Y'all really need to do something. That didn't happen. But then not too long after that, Cool Keith and Bushwick Bill met, and Cool uh-huh. Keith and Bushwick Bill well, actually been, did I've get in the studio. I've been to Bushwick Bill in New York. You know, Really? Okay. I used to see him downtown in Manhattan. You know, we'll get a 40-ounce together sometime and talk. You know, he was... He used to live in New York and Brooklyn, so yeah, I, I used to bump into him in Manhattan. Can you tell me about those times a little bit? Like when you first met Bushwick Bill? Y'all would go get, get a 40? <laughs> huh? And so y'all would go get a 40 together? Oh, no. Uh, you know, we'd just be downtown. I, I, you know, we'd hit a deli and grab a beer and talk for a minute, you know? Yep. Tell me about your latest encounters with them, though, because, I mean, the, the song we're going to play in just a minute, Mantronics, is incredible. Oh, it's so oh, cool oh, to hear oh, y'all together. I was just thinking about the funniest thing was, like, uh, the last time I saw him was about, um, well, I saw him in Chicago recently, but the, before that, I saw him at South uh, um, Southwest, and we was talking, and the funny thing was um, we was riding in the car. I think, um... It was like a Rolls Royce or something, and uh, we was talking. So we uh, we was in the car, and the car was packed. And you know, he's a person that should have had a television, you know, a TV show, because a lot of people are, are on TV that's not funny. He's naturally exactly. funny. Exactly. So we got in the car. He re- he says we said there's no room. He made a seat. You know, a lot of them like you know when you sit in the back. Of Range Road sometime I think my man had like a his console was in between the seats mm-hmm. like the you know the stuff that you put the cups in and all that like you sit in the back of a Maybach he sat like he literally he sat on the thing and put a <laughs> pillow behind him and made a seat but we was riding for a long time and he said this is a seat I'm gonna make a seat that, but the way you you know you don't see nobody really ever sit on that middle yeah. part and yeah. it's like when he sat on the middle part that shit was crazy <laughs> that was I was thinking about that today Man. I said nobody else could do no shit like that yeah no so what what um how did y'all come about with this this, this particular record uh we was just hanging out one day and um he came in the studio with his manager Jack yep shout out Jack Swiss man so um we was there, and um, that was it. Well, they had Ireland Studios. Uh, Bill was living in Austin for a minute, man. He was he was back and forth, but he was oh, yeah, in Austin a lot time, and, yeah. and doing a lot of work in Ireland Studios, which I wish we had some of these recordings, because one, th- one of the things I want to say about Bill is that man was so diverse. When, his, when this all pans out and people start really putting these records out into the streets... To hear, to think about Bushwick Bill and Cool Keith on the record, that's incredible. But when you get into all the things he's been doing in the last few years, this dude recorded with singer-songwriters, this dude recorded with country artists, this dude recorded with metal bands, this dude recorded with rock artists. This dude was in the studio like, oh, you want me to get on your record? You want me to get on this? There's so much in the vaults from this man. And some of the stuff he's done recently here, right before he passed, like he was hustling to get another record done before he passed at Sugar Hill Studios here in Houston. Right. Naughty by Nature came down, did stuff with him. Tretch is supposed to be calling in a little bit to talk about about Bill as well. Bill put in the work to the last second. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 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 one of the 
definitely people that always want to get on something. Um, and he's all over the place. I remember at South by South, he was like at 20 shows. Yeah. He said, um, he said, I'm going to be over here and I'm going to be over there. And he was going everywhere. No, Bill is the type of dude who would come in, you know, and, and everybody, if you're in Texas especially, but people all over the world know Bushwick Bill. But if Bushwick Bill walks in the room, you see Bushwick yeah, Bill. He, he's networking, for sure. He and he would come oh, yeah, in, he jumped on, there's so many, it's funny because living in Austin, man, the, the the stories there are different from here, man. The stories there, because it's a live music, you know, there's yeah, so yeah. many places you can walk to all these little venues and different people. He's walked yeah. in on so many bands. So many musicians right. in Austin have Bushwick Bill stories of him showing up. I just went to see a band who was kind of a noisy punk band called Dula here in Houston. And the guitar player and the singer used to be in a band called Mouthing. And I told him, man, I can't stay for the... I saw their show, but I was like, I can't stay any longer. I gotta go to KPFT for the Bushwick uh, tribute. He's like, man, mm -hmm. I'm gonna try to come down there and tell the story when we were playing in Galveston. Right, right, right. We were right. playing in Galveston and Bushwick Bill randomly came in the building asked if he could get on and do a verse with this band he never heard before and they're noisy weird stuff they are not yeah. not some straight ahead music at all he, he went there and then this scared. no but check it out the kid with the drummer from this band started interning at sugar hill studios where bushwick bill was recording he goes in and says man uh -huh. bill and bill said to him man i remember you in galveston wow the right. drummer random drummer a couple That's years ago wow he was like he, he was floored he's like i cannot believe bushwick bill remembered me <laughs> let alone my band this is the kind of brain this guy had, man, and a lot of people do not give him the credit from the, from the reggae that. from the exactly. reggae on down. And he was the man, and reggae, right. all that. You know, mm -hmm. he was a very unique individual who we always have to uh, respect and give it up to. And to me, honestly, Cool Key, seriously, you being our first caller tonight means a lot to me because yeah, yeah. you are. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm gonna, I am going to gas you up a little bit. You are the upper echelons of rap. Yeah, you are one you know. of the greatest ever of all time to ever do it. You set the blueprint for so many people. And, and I was like 15 years old and I first heard MC Ultra. And I heard that stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. That right. turned me out. So we put was, in that work. I put in a lot of work, you know. I put in a lot of work. That made me realize, literally, you... And with Said G's production, I always say there wouldn't be a Dr. Dre without a Said G, but that's another uh, story to get into in a minute. Late, right, some other time. Right. Said G influenced so much on the production. The Ultramagnetic <laughs> MCs were such a pivotal group yeah. of rap, but uh, lyrically, you set a huge standard. And so for you to call in tonight, you are not only calling tonight, you're our first caller. Thank you so right. much. Giving it up to Bushwick Bill. Yeah, yeah. That means a lot to us down here in Texas, man. I really mean it. Oh, yeah, you know, and love to the, um, the whole Texas. You know, that's definitely, um, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. And me, you know, like I'm working on my own album and stuff. So. Oh, really? Really? Your yeah. 69th album? July, tw uh, July 12th. <laughs> Was it 69th? 697th <laughs> uh, album. No, you, you've been seriously. So how, many, how many albums did you put out? I don't know, about 40. Yeah, Cool Keith, I don't know if even yeah. Cool, cool Keith himself can count the amount of albums he's been on. He said 40, though. At least. But maybe 40. Easily, but Easily. I record a lot, so you yeah. know I'm a. I definitely stay in the studio. We thank you for that. I'm so glad Dr. Octagon came back in the picture. I'm so always happy to hear anything from you, Keith. And uh, I've got the song right here. I don't think anybody else in the studio has heard it yet. I may be one of the few people that has this out here. The song's called Mantronics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, um, unreleased. You might be the only one with that. 
Man, I might be. You know who's walking in the studio right now? Cool Keith. Oh wow. Ooh. Daddy O from Stetson Sonic is just oh, walking wow. in. The oh, Daddy O, tell myself, you know what's good. Cool Keith. Just oh, that's what's crazy. Good. We got Cool Keith, our first caller. What, what is he doing down there? He's here in H Town, man. Verse, man. He said he wants a verse. He said you owe him a verse. Well, where are you? Oh, uh, you in you in A Town? Yeah, no, we're, we're in Houston, Houston right now. Houston, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. I, um, I tell him he, if he got my number, tell him to call me. He said, call him right now. I'm yeah. gonna give him the number. I'm gonna give him uh, <laughs> Eric's number too, man. We're gonna make it happen. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was trying to find him, man. You we're trying to, He said he was trying to. He said he was trying to find you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keith, we really appreciate you calling in, brother, for real. Okay, y'all be cool. Then. Everything right. is good. Everything, man. And we're gonna get into this song right here. Cool Keith and Bushwick build together. This came out just this was recorded like last year. The song's called Mantronics. Really? And I think it was recorded at Arlen Studios in Austin, Texas. Oh uh, yeah. It yeah. Was. Okay, cool. You are tuned into the Damage Control Radio Show Graham tonight. My name's Madison Zala. I'm here with DJ Chill Zeke. Skyler Don, and we are doing it big the entire night for Bushwick Bill. Y'all want to call in the number 713-526-5738. We got lots of special guests. Of course, Daddy O is in the house. Young Star is in the house. Uh, We got lots of surprises tonight. Young Star to a young man. You got a Bushwick Bill story, give us a call. 713-526-5738. This is Mantronics. Yeah. I'm just chilling on my Chucky Tip. I feel like Mantronics. Mantronics, Mantronics. Mantronics, Mantronics, Mantronics. Cool Keith, Bushwick, Southwest, East shit. Ultra Magnetics, you know, ghetto boys, Bill shit. Come on. Dr. Octagon, Octagon. Dr. Octagon, Octagon. Cool Keith, Bushwick, Southwest, East shit, Ultra Magnetics, Ghetto Boys, you know we build shit, come on. Ultimate Eagle flying in that silver spur, Rolls Royce coaching like Steve Kerr. You know how Stu steer the wheel, playing in that stadium like Wrigley Field. The rhymes lay like strawberry lemonade, it's like Dave Kingman back on bad day, hitting home runs with Bill Buckner. Bushwick closing deals, the track spinning on them two inch reels. Second base still, Dr. Octo ride the motor busy with extra throttle, Harley Davy looking crazy. Steve Adams playing center, they guard me like Stacy. So beast releasing the great treat, no Hollywood act. And no make believe. I guess rappers are sharp with razor teeth. Shoes off the vocals, hot like a day at the beach. Cold burning like fire. You spin, wash, and rinse. Rappers ready for the drive. Like Mantronics, 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 Mantronics. Cool Keith, Bushwick, Southwest, East shit. Ultra Magnetics, you know, ghetto boys, Bill shit. Come on. Dr. Octagon, Octagon. Dr. Octagon, Octagon. Cool Keith, Bushwick, Southwest, East shit, Ultramagnetics, Ghetto Boys, you know we build shit, come on. If it ain't insane, it's touch, it ain't Bushwick. It's a whole lot of buttons, please never push this. You know how I do this, cause I never get finished. But whenever you start this, you know that I'm in this. Yeah, I'm with Cool Keith, Dr. Oct, real shit, Ghetto Boys, Chucky, you know how we do this. Break an arm and a leg, take a neck and an arm, break a spine from a spleen, let you know that I'm armed. I feel like Mantronics, Mantronics, Mantronics.
Mantronics, 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 Cool Keith, Bushwick, Southwest, East shit, Ultra Magnetics, you know, Ghetto Boys, Bill shit, come on. Now you know what you spawn when this shit's turned on and you can't turn it off and you know that you're lost. But the eye might be the cause for me to know this, but you can't fuck with the real shit that do this. It's Bushwick, Arlen, Tom, and Will. We do this, ask Lisa, the shit is so real. I would take you and break you and do you so ill. You don't know how I feel. I do this for real, come on. KBFT, the Damage Control tribute to Bushwick Bill is live and in full effect. That was Cool Keith and Bushwick Bill together, recorded live in Austin, Texas. We got a whole bunch of people coming down tonight, but the doors are open here, and like I said on the uh, the flyer, come down, call in, tune in. We got to give it up for the legend, Bushwick Bill, one of the most important people in the Houston rap community and hip hop in general, man. And Bushwick Bill, like I said earlier, comes from that golden age of hip hop and went and he was a big part of kicking Houston's door right into that golden age, which led to a youngster. What's up, brother? Hold up. Yes, sir. Wait, where's that? You got to get right on the mic, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, coming from Houston, tell me, I want to say, because you came up around DJ Screw. Yes, sir. And I love DJ Screw. DJ Screw is one of the most important people to happen ever in Houston. DJ Screw took Houston to a whole nother level. But True. One of the problems with, not with Screw at all, not, not blaming him at all, because he supported everybody, but with the average person's mind state, man, and what, what, what goes on now... I love to see all the love still for DJ Screw, but I think sometimes the, the, the newer generation doesn't understand that there was stuff before him, man. Like, the Ghetto Boys are the ones who really started this, and the Ghetto Boys are the international superstars of rap that made Houston what it is. True. DJ Screw took it to the next level, please. Of course. DJ Screw brought us a sound. DJ Screw is very important to us, and may he rest in peace. Amen. As a child growing up, what did the Ghetto Boys mean to you? Man, honestly, man, Ghetto Boys met gangster rap, uh, being real, uh, no backing down. Yes. You know, that's what I, you know, that was like a, when the Ghetto Boys came on, that was like the, the gangster, when the, that's when, that's the, that was our gangster music. You know when they, when it's t- when they, in the club when they get to acting stupid, you know like now they got that that you know when they get to bumping and knocking each other all around and certain songs come on. Yeah, that was that was the ghetto boys for me back then and for the you know the the dudes of my era and the older ones. You know you mess around when that come on, you know hey man the club gets shut down. Yeah, you know people wanna you know regulate. Mess oh, around the club and, the club would get shut down big time. The parking lot in that era. A lady might get.
get slapped down for talking fly. You know, brothers might start fighting, you know, just, it, that's when it just got real. It just get real, you know, when you say ghetto boys, that all that music come on. I mean, not just Southside, it was a whole H-Time, you know. You know, it made, it, it let them know, like, hey, Houston, I ain't about the cows and horses. <laughs> How old were you when you first heard the ghetto boys? Do you, man, do you remember? I, I promise you, man, I couldn't tell you, but I got an older brother, so, you know, I come in on the bald head women you know that <laughs> exactly. Willie D that era you know you that's know, 30 you, years ago brother. yeah there you go what you see D what 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 what, what you know and I yeah. wasn't supposed to be listening to that type of music but yeah. hey big bro had it on and hey man I was rocking to it you know but man it was just it was just real you know I ain't no faking did, did, did that did that kind of um got you into um want to rap at the time or what man big big part big part Scarface was a big motivation to me you know Scarface Willie Deep you know the whole era you know they whole Houston you know Houston path that they laid down you know was a big motivation let me know hey you can do it so from there then from I think um, well, they knocked the doors down then you knocked the pictures out the wall <laughs> yeah, that's straight right. up that's right <laughs> no that's for real man that's for real and I'm so glad you came down tonight cause uh I think sometimes, not we in this room, but we as a collective in Houston forget where a lot of these things came from, man. Mm -hmm. We've had different eras and different come-ups, different things happen here, and the reality is K. Reno yeah. Yeah. And, the, and Ghetto Boys. Yeah. The original Ghetto Boys on to Scarface, Bushwick, and Willie D. Those were the ones that really knocked it out. We got, of course, Def Four, of course... You know, Raheem. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, the early guys, but really, the Ghetto Boys. When was uh, it? What? Too much trouble. Too much trouble. Of course. When you first heard Bushwick Bill, do you remember your first experience, or have you had any interesting experiences and, and interactions oh, with Bushwick man. Bill? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Mm. Uh. Yeah, man. I done had some good and some crazy ones. <laughs> and. You know, I think that's going to be a reoccurring theme for the night. Yeah, yeah. You know, Butch was always real, though, you know. Yeah. Uh, he well, was always, always real. real. He's going to say what's on his mind, whether he want to hear it or not. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm tell you, I was some, uh, I was, I want to say about 10, 11, 12. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't a teen. I wasn't a teen at all. But uh, one of my cousins, she come home mad and cussing, talking about uh, this dude had slapped on the butt. <laughs> You know, downtown. You know, this little, this little short guy with a, a, a had a, a gold cane. Oh. And you know, her brother was hot. He like, what happened? Ooh. And she, well, when he smacked on the butt, she turned around and you know, and swung. And uh, Bill had some bodyguards with him. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know if one or two, but I know they grabbed her. Like, hey, you don't know who this is. You know, and she was like, I don't care, he slapped me on my butt, you know. <laughs> and um, so they hold the back, you know, and Bill was mad because he kicked his cane off from under him. He was trying to get at her, she trying to get at him, you know. And uh, later on, kind of find out it was Bushwick. Man, you know. Imagine that. Yeah, I say, man, God, dog. Then we met him, got a little older, and I told him about it. And he was like, oh, man, that happened a lot of time. <laughs> so, you know, downtown bus, woo, 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 uh, female, you had slapped over my cut. 
He like, man, I slap, man, did she have a big ass? <laughs> I say, man, this dude here is wild. No, you know what's, you know what's one thing about Bushwick, though? Yeah, he's a ladies' man. Not just that, his memory. Yeah. No, he remembered, I guarantee oh, yeah. he remembered that moment. Yeah, yeah. He remembered everything, and he could tell you every detail. Yeah. He I'm ain't denied. He say, man, it happened a lot of times. <laughs> man. Wait, she at? He say, wait, she at? God damn. Hey, man, this man here is for real. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. He's a real ghetto he, boy. He's going to pop up. <laughs> well, Youngstar, do you understand who is sitting across from you at that table right now? Do you know who that is? Daddy-o from the legendary Stetsasonic, man. man. Wow, wow. You know, very familiar with the name, man. Yeah. You know, I was a little pup. Yeah, you know, you talk about kicking down doors, kicking down international doors, kicking down the sound doors. That's right, yeah. Daddy O. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming out tonight to represent for Bush. Oh, anytime, bro. Anytime. What are you doing in Houston? Yeah, I live here. You live in Houston for real? Yeah, I follow. I follow my favorite rappers to Houston. Man. So, so in in the nineties, I stopped listening to New York hip hop because everybody was lying, and I knew everybody <laughs> that was hustling, and they started talking about selling dope and going out of town. I'm like him? Are you serious? Yeah. And so when once I heard Pocket Full of Stones, I found my favorite rappers. Oh, man, wow. okay. that's huge. Wow. Yeah. Well, so you made the transition from to, to Houston. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I you know, it's family stuff too. Right, right, right. I, my grandson was coming. It's the daughter that says she would never get married or have a child, and she did both. Yeah, man. So now I got two grandsons born in Houston. Well, I'll so, tell you one thing. So, so, so I'm glad I ain't in New York, so we could go hunting and all that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I know about Stetsasonic was when I first went to Europe. All the people that I was meeting that were into hip hop, if I talked to them about, you know, they would say, "You were, you were definitely like the first concert they saw. You were, you guys knocked down the door of going overseas and taking this music and spreading it. We, we for the original hip hop. Our band. first tour, our first tour was overseas. Like, I always, it ain't really a comparison, but I always compare us to the Beatles because right. I read something about the Beatles and how they went. Before they performed around London, they went to Wales and they worked out all the kinks. Yeah, so I heard by the about time, that. Yep. By the time they came to London, they was tight. So it was the same thing with us. Like, we went overseas first. So by the time we did shows in America, it was mad easy. Right. Because we used to go overseas and have to hold down an hour and a half. Man, no, that's real. That's, that's real. We came, to, we came to America, toured with LL, and we had 20 minutes. Right. It's like, we kill this 20 minutes. Yeah, y'all, y'all was on the hour over there. Then come get, then yeah. get, come to your hometown, you, gotta, you get 20 minutes. Yeah. Hey, so. man, not to cut you off, man. Sally Walt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I think I was doing a kid to play when they came on. Some, Some people, people don't, don't like Hey, hey, I was all in the, <laughs> Sally, for real. Yeah. My mama, yeah. hey man, hey, hey, for real, man. man. Well, I was kid to play out then? Yeah, uh, yeah, they was out. Yeah, yeah was I know out I was doing it. some dance when they came on. <laughs> you man. know, yeah, man, got dog right, yes, legend, sir. legend. Hey legend. man, and let's let's transition that into Bushwick. Bill started out as a dancer. Oh yeah, yeah. Bushwick Bill yeah. started out break dancing. I saw, and I saw, I saw some of the videos. Yeah, Bill, like, wow. Bill was one of the few people in hip hop that encompassed all of the elements mm-hmm. like most of us don't have that like me i'm not i can right. dj a little bit but i ain't no real dj yeah paul right. is a dj right. I'm, I'm just a rapper you yeah. know what i mean like i can dance i can't do graffiti but bushwick very interestingly he could do all of them yep so wow. it was it was crazy real hip-hop now 
I'm going to assume, because I know everybody when they came to Houston back in the day touched down at the Rhinestone Wrangler, and I'm going to assume Stetson Sonic touched down at the Rhinestone absolutely. Wrangler at some point Captain in time. Jack. Yep. Absolutely. Do you remember that? Do you remember I do. those days? I do. I, mean, I remember... I remember the first time we came to Houston, and so I had knew Bushwick from New York, mm-hmm. and um, you already knew him from New York. Yeah, and uh, Man. yeah, we got I, I got a this X-rated, but <laughs> <laughs> it was dope though. Yeah. Well, wow, <laughs> it was dope though. Man, but you were he, he opened some doors for me. Put it down. Guys. Straight up, really? Okay, right. Right. some cinnamon doors. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> well, I know. Well, you know, one of the things Steve Fournier oh, was talking about it, with the battles at the Rhinestone Wrangler back in the day. Yeah. Right. He was talking about how before gangster rap was a thing. I mean, there was always these themes within within rap music, but a lot of the West Coast artists and people who came down and saw how hard edged and and heavy the battles were at the Rhinestone Wrangler at the time he feels he was saying that he feels that Houston had a bigger influence than it gets credit for in the formation of what became gangster rap not he, only that not only that but just style and format like all the guys from Houston like you know cause I know Big Mike right. cause I know Scarface Bill those guys were were adamant in keeping a certain structure that's why those records ended up being classics. And that's no disrespect to some of the other guys from mm-hmm. Houston, but you see a lot of those records becoming classics because they were adamant about keeping the structure. They just had their own style. Exactly. You know, and that's what made me feel. I fell in love with Houston. I fell in love with the Bay. Yep. And what made me fall in love with them was that it, it I was always thinking, man, rap is just not going to be us. It's just not going to be us. And I was so happy. No disrespect to Miami, but to see somebody besides Miami rapping, because the guys in Miami was into that fast stuff and all, you know, so it felt a little different. Right. But then when the guys from Houston and the guys from the Bay started doing it, it felt like hip hop, but it was it was soundtracking, and that's what I had missed in New York. Like New York stopped talking about where they was from and all. Everything was about something else, and then they start lying about dope. I'm like, yo, man, man, you know what I'm saying? But then when you listen to the Houston guys, they was always talking about where they was from, where they came up, the streets, yeah. and that's hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like if you listen to old Flash tapes, if you listen to old Fantastic tapes, yeah. that's what you'll hear. Yeah. And so they kept that structure, and that's what, that's what you know who who really learned from that rhinestone wrangler i don't know if steve told you this hammer used to come and just stand there man. all the time are you serious and study yeah man i remember t- i'm talking about not performing nothing just come there study listen to cats rap mc hammer yep dang that's crazy I think a lot of people were coming down here at that. I mean, people like I mean, you wouldn't think about De La Soul performing at the Rhinestone Wrangler, but they yeah. did. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that Steve, was the Steve, epicenter. But of Steve everything. brought us. Steve brought us on. Then you know, so De La was Tommy Boy, and we was Tommy Boy, and yep. Steve had a great relationship with the label. So uh, everybody, all the labels from Tommy Boy, you know, us Digital Underground, Latifa, Naughty, you know, all of us. You know, Steve had all of us. So. Yeah. Yeah, we had a great time. Jeez. Yeah, he had all the plaques. He had all the cool jackets. When I first met Steve, he had all the cool jackets and everything, all the cool little patches and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, those 
Were you around the Rhinestone Wrangler? Yeah. Yeah, I was too young. Oh, and I'm young too. Yeah, I had a, I had, <laughs> I had a, um, I was, I had, I had first started. I was DJing at this little game room in South Park. Yep. It was um, owned by a police officer. His name was um, Officer Jefferson, and he was one of the cops that used to um, work those clubs. So when I, um, when I wanted, he he took me there one night to meet Wicked Cricket there. And to um, check out how the club was, cause like I, I was new, I was fresh. You know, what I mean, I was like what, around fifteen. You were fifteen, years old. sixteen. Yeah, Rhinestone Wrangler. Even yeah. though, even old as you are, <laughs> you were you were fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, back then. I was fifteen, I know it, sixteen. Real, old, real. Yeah. So he wanted, I he wanted me to introduce him, cause I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't, I could DJ, but I, I wasn't MCing. So he wanted to in, in, introduce me to some MCs or how they talked in the club. So he took me to up there to the club. I met MC Wicked Cricket and. And um, Fournier and all those guys. So, yeah, man. Man. Wrong. Cricket. Well, Daddy O, we really appreciate you coming down tonight. Oh, no and, doubt, and, man. And spread, sharing some love for uh, Bushwick Bill. Honestly, if um, I hate to say it, but we, we got some Houston legends coming in tonight. Youngster's already here, of course. I think Big Mike's on his way. We got DJ Styles in the house. We got yeah, all kinds. We got more um, people coming in. We got Premier about to call in. Premier's about to call in. But uh, I appreciate you i appreciate cool keith Man. a lot for calling because i want people to understand because we in houston we we do Foundation. end up in a, we end up in a little bubble here we houston yeah. rap is, a, is in a bit of a bubble sometimes man i want these youths and the people on lock and the people who are listening because we have a lot of listeners in prison here i want them to understand that like houston was happening in that golden era of yeah. rap houston I mean, was he just he just named all the top uh, uh, rap groups that was out in the in the, at the beginning right. that he was a part of, and he I mean, he mentioned I mean Houston was represented by it's, the Ghetto Boys. No, the Ghetto Boys. Yeah, Houston still has a, a a huge influence on hip hop. No, Houston has a huge influence on yeah. hip hop, but I think but a I'm lot saying, of the people nowadays don't understand that how far back it goes. Yeah. But they don't have no. You know, my biggest problem with that. Yeah. Like I had to search for everything because there was no YouTube, yep. there was no internet. Nah. Like they don't have any excuse for not knowing. No, you know what I mean. So if they don't know, I almost feel like they don't want to know. Look, I'm you not mad. I'm, I'm not mad at a kid who doesn't know everything. They don't have to know everything. But okay, you could you could be myself, the one. You could be the one not no, but not think, mad. No, I'm, I think I'm about mad. Myself, no, no, listen, I'm mad. Listen, I think about myself. If I was a kid, yeah. I I think about sometimes when I look at my kids who aren't going outside as much as we did and all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, if I was a kid and I had every record in my pocket and if I had every video and like, because I used to trade video cassettes of concerts. <laughs> I, I used to trade in the mail cassettes and video cassettes of live concerts and, and battle tapes and things like that. And I'd wait yeah. six weeks for somebody who may or may not actually send me my trade, my tape. Yeah. And I would obsess over that stuff. Could you imagine if, if I was... 15 years old 14 years old right now we can hit a button and listen to a cold crush battle yeah it'd be I crazy I told and you can yeah you can that's that's what I'm saying I don't so, I yeah, don't get them passes they don't, they don't know I me. just don't I don't give them passes like yep. I used to the guys before these guys I give passes yeah, yeah. But even some of those guys, I don't give passes because they could do the same thing now, too. So you could play right. catch up. Yeah. All right, kids, just so you know, you have every record and every battle tape in your pocket right now. You got the whole history in your pocket. So, but bad. I told a young DJ this week, I said, man, um, they, they do have it easy because 
they can do the they can do the research with a with a touch of the button. Yeah, I had to look at DJ Times magazines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to research uh, other DJs from other places to 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 have that goal to reach. So yeah, that, it is important to um to get the history of where you want to go. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah. So. There it is. So thank you so much for coming down, man. Oh, no doubt, man. Anytime. Yes. Whatever you need, man. I'm That's here. Sonny. Hey, we're going to take a musical break here and play a couple of Ghetto Boys classics. It's, it's, for those that don't uh, know how many records you did and the records that you that you are known for, let uh, give, give them a rundown on them. I'll just tell you one. Top billing. The rest is... Man. Man, come on. Man. Top billing. Wow. <laughs> it's a bunch, but yeah. top billing. Yeah. I got Daylight and Deal, too. Cause Word. Paul know, yeah, because yeah. Paul ain't know what to do with them. Yeah. Foxy Man. started in my basement. Lil Kim started in my basement. Man, MC Killer. No, Man. the Daddy O history is a whole show. That's three hour. That's a three hour plus show in its own. That's a Netflix series. Yeah, I'm old yeah. now, so it is a Netflix series. So I'm old now. Didn't screw? Didn't screw? Screw did that on? What? That's on one. Oh, screw that donkey with it, man. I love definitely went off on top of it, please. Yeah. What more can I <laughs> say? Stop in it. That's what we did. Got it good. If you understood, man, would you? Running red lights. <laughs> All that. Pulling. All that. Driving with my knees. Oh, yeah. You know, another thing. Another thing about Houston before I go, you know, we gave Lil O his deal. That's my man. man. Oh, for real. Lil O, my, my, like I always say, we the first people to put Beyonce and them on video because if you look in the Can't Stop video, you yep. see Destiny's that's Child right. in there. That's, that's right. hitting the roof. Wow. Right. So we, we gave Lil O, we gave Lil O his deal too. Man. That's, that's my little man. Fat red, fat red with cheese. cheese. <laughs> well, big ups to my brother Ivy for bringing you down tonight. Oh yeah, I really appreciate you, Daddy O. Absolutely, this means a lot. Like I said, put Bushwick Bill right up there. Understand that he is up there in Absolutely. the upper echelons of rap, yeah, classic yeah. hip hop, hip hop culture, not just rap music, hip hop culture. This man deserves his flowers. We gave him, you know, he got flowers while he was alive. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I wish, you know, when I, I hate to say this, I hate to even say it like this, but when Saturday, like I wanted to do this before, I wanted him to hear this. Yeah, and yeah. Saturday when they had said he had, he had passed, but then his family came out and said he hadn't passed yet. I was praying so hard, man, like, please, because I wanted to do this show tonight so he could hear it, man. Mm -hmm. I know he's hearing it where he is now. He deserves to hear this. He deserves to get those flowers. If he, if anyone does, like this is a dude. Absolutely. This is a pioneer of this music. And like I said, without Bushwick Bill, where would we be? Let's get into a couple of Ghetto Boys classics. Daddy O, Young Star, I definitely appreciate y'all coming down. We got more people coming yes, in the studio tonight. We got two more hours, and and who knows? We may have to go longer. I don't know. I don't know, man. We're getting into a couple of Ghetto Boys classics right now. If you want to call in, 713-526-5738. If you got some uh, memories of Bushwick Bill, we'd love for you to share them. We got uh, lots of folks out there. I'm going to go see who's out there in the uh, lobby right now. And uh, we'll be right back after a couple songs. We're going to, I think DJ Premier's calling in. We got a few more surprise callers, and we'll see. I'm hoping Big Mike makes it to the studio tonight. DJ Styles is in the house, another Houston hip-hop pioneer. We're going to talk to him. And it's really going down. Yeah, we have to talk about the whole history of sound waves. All right. It's damage control. The little big man.
remember in the 80s, me and Pops would rock. In a 707 with the drops and slap. Used to pass me Pepsi Cola while he drunk in my pint. Tipping through the south side, running a light. Used to have me up in third ward, checking his tracks. Collecting his scratch, protecting his snacks. Used to always tell a nigga, keep your mind on paper. Bitches in your ear, you keep your eyes on paper. Cause a nigga's definition is a killer for scratch. You kill a motherfucker, you kill him for that. You got caught up in the shit that meant you fucked it up. Old man was spitting game, so I sucked it up. Old enough to do my own thing, got me again. Flip my second paycheck to cop me a lead. Went and seen my homie show dog to slide me a track. Went to Mason Pawn Shop, got me a gap. Didn't know this crack shit, I got my uncle to cook. With my eyes on my paper, I just fumbled and looked. Impatiently waiting for the pot to Man, I can't wait to see you rock from Portland. Put my work up on the table and it's starting tonight. Time for me to bring Brad Jordan to life. Set my ass up on the corner till it started to bounce. Clock scratches reached that and started to out. It wasn't long before I was going for nine. I'm 17 around millionaires going for mine. And if you got off in my way while well, I was headed for that, they found your ass with your head in your lap. And niggas is getting shifed with time. That's why you never seen me with a partner in crime. I'm down and dirty, nigga. Fuck the world. And that's what separated ghetto boys and girls. Come on. When niggas get shot, wholesale cock and every block is hot. Niggas start shit, but they don't start it with Bill. Cause them motherfuckers know that blood gon' spill. Ever since I was a kid growing up in the bottom, I beat a nigga's ass if I didn't, I shot him. Never gave a fuck about his family crime. Bottom line, better his than mine. You come around me with that live shit, I kill it fast. I throw a search party for your fucking stinking ass, nigga. Cause it's a motherfucking rep thing. You got a set of nuts, you better let the motherfuckers hang. Even if you're facing 20 years, you never rat. You do your time and you come on back. And if your homie really take care of your people while you're gone. And bless you when you come back home Do your time and don't whine is the motherfucking anthem That's the type of shit most niggas can't phantom Them bitches' tongues come unfurled But that's what separates the ghetto boys from girls Come on I bet you often wonder how niggas survived in the trap you got jacked and took six and died in your house And motherfuckers sat and breathed your death One of the motherfuckers counted up the keys to left Kinda strange how they came and took the change Split the brain, get the cane, get back to your turf And keep the jack you did up under your hat Cause if the word get out, you killed them Then they killing you back I never thought that 86 would bring me trouble But these niggas on some other shit Like double your pay And gives a fuck about respect and joke so how you figure niggas got respect for hope? But then again, niggas always put their trust in the bitch. But in the end, it's another nigga busting your shit. Fucked around and had to leave the world. 
Cause you couldn't separate the ghetto boys from girls Ghetto boys is the motherfucking shit Never forget them southern niggas made your mind play tricks Nevertheless I left the group in 91 Niggas was mad I had my gun They had their guns too I wasn't snoozing cause I knew that if it came down to it they would use them If it was going down like them I didn't give a fuck was gonna tear this whole motherfucking city up and nigga that's real coming from the south you whack ass rappers watch your motherfucking mouth preaching that positive bullshit that you can save cause your positivity ain't getting motherfuckers paid it's gb and willie d reunited sending niggas back to the studio to get their shit tighter and niggas thought it wouldn't happen again but we sat down and settled our differences like men and put the bullshit behind us Cause fucking off money ain't a plus, it's a minus We did what other niggas too big to do when they twirl And separated ghetto boys from girls, come on AJ, no, I spent 23 years in the prison You know, I'm still in prison 90.1 KBFT, you are tuned in to the Damage Control Program We're gonna play Ghetto Boys and Bushwick Bill solo classics all night and talk to the people he influenced, the people who came up around him. And what's incredible is I'm about to faint right now, chill. Yeah, why is that? Pull up our next caller, please. Right. I, I think he's right here. I'm hoping this right one. You got that DJ Premier. Yo, Premier. Premier. Yo. Yo, uh, yo. Now, come on, man. Kooky. <laughs> Daddy-o. DJ Premier, <laughs> these are the people who are calling in representing for Bushwick Bill. Wow. Can you go yeah, much deeper? Man. Thank you for yeah. calling in for real, Premier, for real. This means a lot to all of us here. A lot of people don't associate Houston with that real golden era of hip hop, that real beginnings of when it really broke through and what really happened. Yeah, and definitely. And then plus one, uh, rest in peace to uh, DJ Ready Red. One mm. Um, started to bring the East Coast sound because he was from the East Coast. Exactly. To the, to the Ghetto Boys, the thing that was dope is the Ghetto Boys stayed true to the hot style of how they rap, even though the beats had a little taste of a uh, of an East Coast uh, type of an original sound. Right. Uh, mix, mixed with the way you know the South starting to bring their sound and it mixed together. So uh, they still stayed in their lane of how they spit, and that's why everything came out. You know. You know, perfect every time when you had to, even when they changed uh, personnel with with OG Big Mike and yeah. and even before Face and Willie, you know, and, and Bushwick, all, all the ghetto boys uh, have constantly gone into an upward swing from the very beginning of the, of the entire you know existence and stuff. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man, gonna miss Bill, man. It's Chucky, man. Yeah, Chuckwick, man. man. Chuckwick. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, it's crazy because I'm, I'm listening, listening to Grip It on that other level. You know, I stayed with that. that. The, 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 the original one, the, you know, the, the original rap a lot independent one before it was re released. Right. You know. Wow. Or loving this shit. No, I, I actually, yeah, that Gripping on Another Level is one of those albums that I remember when I went and bought the tape. Like, I remember picking up the tape what in did the you, shop. What did, what, did you get the, what did you get the tape from? 
Man, of course Soundwaves on South Main, Main. Right, there you go. Where else am I going to go, man? There you go. I lived on Holly Hall. I lived on the other side of the Astrodome. I lived right on the other side of the Astrodome. Soundwaves on South Main got 30 to 70% of my paycheck every week. I got to shout out Carlos Garza, man. TJ, stop. He's the one that got me the job and believed in me. And he just has always been, you know, just my number one just pushing me from day one man you know? i would like to talk about that a little bit because to be real with you that has not been discussed in enough detail because dj styles carlos garza a.m to 5 30 wow they later it's fairly soon like months in months in it wasn't even that long they made us midnight to 5 30 okay okay they but that was still sunday night monday morning yeah. pretty much the worst time possible for anything yeah besides but, sleeping but you was, but you and, was able to but no something. carlos was coming down with i met i mean everybody the odd squad was just forming and just just demoing and man, getting their stuff together the for the and, and uh dead and Devin. yeah and, and uh, come, you yeah, know man. my youth my when i first came to houston my entry into houston was when i f- was finding the record stores finding me and sound exchange on south main was like mecca sound waves Sorry, no, Sound Exchange on West Tower, but Sound Waves <laughs> on uh, South yeah. Main was yeah. Mecca. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Carlos, what for you? You are very much appreciated. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah. We used, to, we used to go to one Broadway, but go ahead. <laughs> South Main ran every Same one. <laughs> Same one. I'm, I'm, what's up, Prem? Yeah, yeah. Man. What up, what up, Carlos? DJ Styles. <laughs> DJ Styles in the house. Yeah, DJ Styles. <laughs> Tell me about those days, man. I mean, I'm going to assume there were some times when y'all were working at Soundwaves Records that Bushwick Bill came walking in that door and maybe caused a ruckus. Not caused, not a bad ruckus, but came in and made his presence known. Could you have any memories of those days? Nah, I didn't get those memories. But no? the thing is, nah, I, I didn't get any ODB, uh, you know, Bismarck key moments. <laughs> no. You know, like, like the Bush Bill. Uh, he's such a wonderful kind. Yeah. Uh, you know, but out Frank. I loved, I even loved when he was on Mars, man. That was, that was a definite. Oh, man. He was on a couple of them, but he was actually uh, just so funny the way they, they were going to fight Tommy. You know? But uh, yeah, man. I mean, he he had a dope voice. I'm really into voices. He mm-hmm. had a, 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 a just an overall package along with the, just the way he delivered rounds, you know. So right, uh, hey, I, hey. I, I, I'm I'm enjoying hearing his voice uh, to you know just keep me on the good times of how dope he did his thing in his career. And the music can never disappear. Yeah, you know, it's gonna always exist. So he still exists. 24-7, we miss you, but uh, the music keeps you here, you know? Forever. Yeah. Hey, Prem, Yo. you remember when we first saw him, though? You remember, right? Nah, bro. Yeah, you were... Yeah, okay. So, you know, he, he used to dance for the Ghetto Boys. Right. And we used to go right across the street to the... Rhin, was it the, the Rhinestone Rhinestone Wrangler? Wrangler. Yeah. Wrangler? The original one. And I think we caught a couple of shows oh, early. Bro. Yeah, because he used yeah. to dance... Wow. Up there on that stage. I mean, I remember Willie D battling before he yeah, was Yeah, when, 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 when he had my, my MC Top Key beatbox for him. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, and, and so, like I said, when I first heard that, that what was the song, Do It Like a Geo? Yeah. I didn't uh, even know that was him because I knew him as a dancer. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea until he, later on that it was even him. 
Wow. There, there, there's a clip on, on the gram now where, with him saying, you know, uh, break dancing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I knew he danced. I didn't, I didn't realize he was a B-boy, though. I was like, whoa. Yeah. That yeah. blew my yeah. mind. So y'all actually yeah. just leave the, the record store and go straight across the way? Yeah, it was club? right across the street. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I wish we all could go back to those days. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys ever went to the clubs, man, to that to that Rhinestone Wrangler. Yeah. Because remember, that was like one of the first hip, only hip-hop yeah. uh, uh, clubs yeah. all, uh, all night. Full hip hop, yeah, every yeah, day but, of the but, week. Hey, yo, Steve Fanye, Captain on, Jack. On, on that note, I got to shout out my mentor who taught me how to scratch. Oh, R. R. P. Cola. Oh, what? Yeah, right. What? Yeah, he, that's who taught me how to scratch. Are you serious? At Prairie View at PV, and uh, and and, uh, and that's my peoples. And uh, he used to be there at the Ronstone Wrangler. He would yeah. tear it down. He would tear it down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man, yeah, he's li- nasty with it. Didn't, well, I, think, I think Lonnie Mack played there before, too. Yes. Oh, he man. Did. Yeah, wow. R.P. Cola, man. To be honest, man, Primo, for real, when you when you made that statement right at the beginning of, that, of Scratch the Movie, that was a huge moment for Houston, to my in my opinion, because you really exposed some extreme, real history in a film that nobody nobody would think of that. Mm. Nobody would think of that, and you said it. Real. You said it straight up, right? That, I remember that was one of the opening scenes of that film, and you talked about R.P. Cola, man. And yeah. I love the fact that you have always looked back and given back, acknowledge. Yeah. Tell me, how did y'all meet? How did uh, DJ Styles and DJ Premier meet? Um, <laughs> I was doing the wrong thing. I was. I didn't have a lot of money to buy the twelve inches that I wanted, and they had everything. Everything I wanted, even from the East Coast that were only independent records that you, you know it's like they probably won't even make it out to Houston and, and he had it on the wall it's like yo damn he got everything and, and I couldn't afford to, what was on the price to get y'all you know I want to get like five or six instead of just walking out with one yeah. and uh, so we the price tag that they had back then were easy to peel off so I would peel <laughs> off and like maybe put a dollar ninety nine on it <laughs> He see he sees me doing it. Oh, but I'm man. Not, but, I'm, but I'm but I'm let I'm, him do it on purpose so I can yeah, catch him. He sees me doing it. Ah. But I'm but, I'm, I, but even when I'm looking at him, I'm like, yeah, I know he ain't gonna say nothing to me. And then when I get to the counter, he goes, yo, man, those prices are wrong. Cause he like grabs and said, let me ring him up. I'm like, oh, look at you know. At the point, I'm like, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was, a little, he was a little skinnier then. Yeah, a lot skinnier. And shorter. And he could break dance, man. And yep. he, 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 could, yeah, he could spin. And uh, and then uh, he, I'm like, nah, man, whatever's on the prices or what I'm paying, he said, no, I'm the one that priced these and put them on the wall. Those prices are wrong. I'm like, you can't do it. You can't prove it or whatever. So uh, we didn't hit it off. I still bought, bought the shit. And then when I came the next time, in the store now, it was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I know uh, you'll give me a problem this time since I was acting up with changing your prices, and then we started talking in some type of way about just, music and hip hop. Yeah, hip hop, man. Got, it was hip hop yeah. that that kind of yeah. put yeah. us together. Yeah, yeah. And, you we, know. and then we got mad cool, and then I was like, man, I'd like to work here. And he was like, yo, let me talk to the boss. The boss hired me, Jerry. Oh, man, and I miss some days, man. How long? How long? How long, how long did you? How long did you work over there? Oh. Uh, for what? Two years. Three, three, four years, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Oh man, those now, were the days. 
Now, when did you leave Houston, and how did you get with Guru? May he also rest in peace. Another legend we've loved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, I left in late '87, going into '88. Yeah. And uh, he heard my demo tape that I made. Carlos had already told the owner of the label about me. Man. He told him I was. He told him I was coming to New York. That wild like, pitch. Um, wild yeah. Pitch right he, he told him I was coming for the summer. And they we linked up. He said, "Yeah, hit me up when you get here." Once we linked up, um, Guru heard my demo. I was like, "Yo, man, I want you to be in the group." But I was in another group that was that went to PV with me. And yeah, so, what uh, was that group? What was that but, group? But, but, uh, that that was called first we were called MCs in Control. Man, it was me, Topski, uh, who's one of the MCs, and Sugar Pop. They were there, Sugar Pop from Oak Cliff, and uh, and so was I. We had like a like a Flavor Flav type. Named Styly T, uh, and he's from Oakland. He's, I think he's from Sock, but man, we had a fun time being that group. And when it came to moving to New York, everybody couldn't really come. And you know, I, I went full throttle to get the music going, and it just you know narrowed down to them wanting me. But when my main MC Top didn't uh, want want to really stay to keep seeing if we could get a chance to finally get signed together. He went ahead and enlisted in the, in the military. So when he did that, he told me he enlisted for four years. So that's when I reached back out to Wild Pitch and told him, yo, um, I really want to uh, work with Guru. And he said, all right, let us see if we can go in the studio. And I Manifest was the first record we Man. did. Man, and, and, and it, it, took, it took off. So there they were like, yo, I went home for Thanksgiving, back to go back to PV, to school. And then they were like, yo, we got to shoot a video, but we want to remix it. Make it a little more, you know, energetic. So I went back, remixed it. We did the video to that version, and everything actually went uphill from there. You know, there's gonna always be down too, so, but overall, it was a great uphill. So let's be very clear here: a man named Carlos Garza from Houston, Texas, had and a big RP part, and RP Cola had a big part in getting Guru and Premier together. Yeah, no doubt, 100%. Also, Man. I want to take a second here while you're, while you're on the phone. I want to say uh, rest in peace to my sister, DJ Steph, as well. And she hey, was, Steph. Man, oh, Steph, do you know Steph and Serge got together at the Scribble Jam they met, and when she told him she had a friend who did a, me, who did a show in Houston, who played a lot of Southern rap because he liked a lot of Southern rap at that time, and before they actually got together together, they used to chat online on AIM, we, had, we, used to, we used to have AIM popping down here at Damage Control, man. They used to chat online to AIM during oh, wow. Damage Control. So shout out to my brother, Serge, and rest in peace to my sister, one of the greatest people, my favorite DJ, actually. Yeah, yeah. DJ Steph. Yeah, Steph is a sweetheart, man. God bless her. We've known each other since, like, 90. God bless DJ Steph. I miss yeah, her man. so much, man, for real. And she always, big. she loved you, loved Guru, loved yeah, real, yeah. real, yeah, real hip-hop, God bless, man. God bless her soul, Lord. For real, but Bushwick Bill, man, this show tonight is a tribute to very literally one of the people who put Houston on the map. The Ghetto Boys put Houston on the map, but like I said early in the show, Public Enemy was incredible, but without Flavor Flav bringing that element to the group, I don't think the average person could have fully grasped Public Enemy and what Chuck D was saying and what Chuck D was doing. Yeah. He, that balance between Chuck D and Flavor Flav is what made... Public Enemy, the force that they became. That oh, balance yeah. between a Scarface and Willie D and Bushwick Bill. Bushwick Bill's just natural aura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of a kind. It's part, yeah. one of a kind. Only 
There's no other Bushwick Bill. There's no other. That, that's one thing we were talking about. I was talking about this when, like, the NWA movie came out and some things like that. I was like, man, you know what? It would be really hard to do a Ghetto Boys movie because nobody could totally en- en- encompass or encapsulate any of them. Mm-hmm. You can't really bite Willie D. Not at all. You can't become. You can try. Yeah. But you can't be Willie D. You can bite a lot of MCs. You can't bite Willie D. You cannot be Scarface. You cannot be Scarface. Scarface is Scarface. And you for sure. You cannot be Bushwick Bill. You can't bite Bushwick Bill and be Bushwick Bill. They were so one of a kind. No doubt. Yeah, he broke the mold with them. Yeah, he broke the mold with them. So once again, man. We certainly appreciate you calling in because you are a big part and a, a big piece of this Houston hip hop history, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate y'all. And um, hip hip hop so in Carlos, general. And it, Carlos, yes, thank sir. you. And th- thank you for everything. You know, being a part of getting me to where I'm at. And same thing uh, with RP Cola and uh, KPFT. I appreciate y'all. Ninety point one. Mm. Here signing out. Peace and love. I'm going to bed. You yes, man. <laughs> sure. you, you, Thank you, you so you much. Effort. Good night. <laughs> All right. Peace and love. All right, man. All right. I'll talk to you later. Wow. That was dope. Should we get into a little more music yeah, and, yeah. and see who else is in the building, see who else is calling yeah, yeah. I know we we've got, got some more. we got uh, Texas T. Texas T is in the, yeah. in the house. We've got some more call-ins coming in. We've got... Wow. 90 I got 100 more minutes actually of the damage control program and this is all for Bushwick Bill we're gonna get into a little ghetto boys Bushwick Bill mix here and uh you can call us too 713-526-5738 if anybody in Austin actually is listening right now who has a story I would love to hear from someone you know like Damakos from Future Blondes I want to end the show Damakos from Future Blondes who you may never heard of he makes some wild ass electronic music (laughs) He did a song with Bushwick that I think is going to be the perfect wow. song to end with because I, you'll hear it when you hear it and you'll understand what I'm talking about. That's cool. But if anybody out there has got some uh, Bushwick Bill memories, stories you want to share, 713-526-5738 is the number. We'd love to hear from you. You don't have to be a hip-hop legend from the golden era. You don't have to be all that. But you have to actually have a memory with But you actually, no, don't call don't in about call anything in, else. Call in. Yeah, Skyla said that. Yeah. Don't just yes. call in and holler. Don't man. call in just to hear your voice. Yeah, shout yeah. out shout out to a- ABP from Eastside, Waco, Texas. Um, Eastside East Block in Waco, Texas, man. He want to say RIP to uh, Bushwick Bill, man. ABP. Shout Rest in peace to all the soldiers we've lost here in Houston. Houston rap, the story of Houston rap is really a tragedy. The story of the Ghetto Boys is really a tragedy. And, and when I say tragedy, I don't mean it. I mean it in the uh, literary sense. If you really sit down and wanted to read and write about what really we've gone through here, man, it's hell. Yeah. And this latest loss is incredible. Bushwick Bill, we pray for you. We pray for your soul. We pray for your family. All the fans, I know a lot of you are hurting. And like I said, I have a lot of homeboys in Austin. I'm sure listening on the internet at kpft.org. You can call us right now, 713-526-5738. Homegirls as well. Yeah, yeah. Let us know, man. I want to know. Shout out to Baxter Russell. He says... um, That's MC Fatal, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for real? That's That's OG Fatal from Austin, Texas. For real. man? He said RP to... um, uh, Bushwick Bill, man, rest easy. OG Fatal has sat in this studio yeah, yeah. more than once. Exactly. One of the few Austin rappers back in the day of Damage Control who would make that trek out here to promote his yeah. music and bring, I mean, and bring it here. I, I can see Bushwick One of the Bill best. walking through the door right now and just no. going straight through. Do you remember? Do you remember when Bushwick <laughs> Bill and Damo came down together 
And Bushwick Bill came in. He was standing right there where Carlos was standing, right by that door. He came in and like announced himself. Like I don't remember exactly what he said. He was like, oh! And he had a cane. And he pulled a sword out of the cane and had it up in there. And I was like, oh, Bushwick Bill's in the house with a sword. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. He started going off, talking, talking, yeah. talking, talking, talking. He's got the sword in the yes. air. And he stayed through the, damn, I think the whole show. He stayed for the whole show. Yes, yes. Just and talked with and other artists and, and everything. And right? had fun. Like, it was no problem. Yes. Um, when he did his Christian hip-hop, he used to come up here and had fantastic shows. So he, he was actually, uh, man, one of those guys that, that didn't care. They would just come up here and hang out and um, debut Unlike music. Unlike some other members of the... All right, all right, all right. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, you get to leave. Yeah. <laughs> they can talk, hey, they got my phone numbers. They, got, they, mad, they, they can come over. They can talk to me. I don't You're care. You're a representative da of damage control tonight. <laughs> I'm not so worried. So mind your P's and Q's. I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about them at all. Anybody who didn't show up... You know what? When the foundation came out, when that foundation album came out in the mid two thousands, and they did a they did a release party, and you and Wiz DJ, not old school Wiz, but DJ the yeah. later DJ Wiz, I had pictures from that show. Some of those pictures ended up in the Source magazine. Mm. I went off on the blog on Houston So Real. I remember because I was like, man, Houston So Real. No, listen, the Ghetto Boys put out a record. And it was right in the middle of the time when all the, 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 the Swisher House guys and all those guys were blown up. Not one of them was in the house. Not one of them came out and supported the Ghetto Boys release. And that is part of the problem here in Houston, Texas. That is part of the problem. And I don't, I'll leave and they can come to my house. They want to talk to me. They know I'm going to trip out on them. <laughs> all these artists know I will say it to their face. The history is, is tainted. The history is tainted because of them not respecting the history. This is real, and that has always been my part. That has been your part yeah. in this culture in Houston. And oh, yeah, I will I call every one of them out. I will call every one of them out for not <laughs> respecting this culture. Every rapper in Houston should be here tonight giving it up to Bushwick Bill. Every single one of them should be here, and they are not. But I'm not going to yell all night. No, nah, don't do that. But I'm telling you straight up, I mean it. I mean it from the bottom of my heart you know so crazy? and from my mouth to all of them. This is real. Bushwick Bill started this. He is one of the people who started this. He was in the Rhinestone Wrangler. He was in these places that that paved the, the, paved the road for all of us. All of us. Me, yeah. you, every rapper in Houston ever. Who came out here? Young Star came down here. Yeah. He didn't have to. Where's everybody else? I don't think. Huh? I don't think you have enough passion. Huh? I don't think you have enough passion. I have enough. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had less. Yeah. I don't care. I used to get they used to, Mad Hatter call me out. People call yeah, me out for man. calling out these people, man. Yeah. I really don't care. They don't like it. Call me and talk to me about it. You know, it's so crazy. Some like, of the people might be mourning. Some of the people who yeah, were really yeah, there, course, they might they might not be ready to come down and talk about Bush and Bill. And I definitely. understand that. Some of the people who are have been around and been in that. I understand yeah, that. Man. But there is no reason this this message went out far and wide. The calls, the texts. I didn't get a lot of response from a lot of these Houston dudes, man. Oh, and I tagged for people, real. So. They didn't even call back Skylar, man. What's wrong with them? Yeah. Girl, they don't They don't have that. They're getting old. They don't have girls texting them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, at least respond to Skylar, dummies. <laughs> no, but for real, every one of you Houston asses who aren't, they're not listening. I'm just yelling it, but hopefully they'll hear the archive. Oh, they, they, every one of them should they, be down here representing for Bushwick Bill. Bushwick <laughs> Bill is the one. He is one of the few people, this many, like this many people in, in the big picture who started this. Yeah. That's why I drove down here. I'm here. 
I wish I was here more often. I would love. I love Damage Control. I miss Damage Control. Damage Control is seventeen years old. Seventeen years. It's been on the air for seventeen years in the middle of the night on a Wednesday for 17 what? Seventeen and two weeks. Yeah, for what? Seventeen and two weeks. Mm-hmm. For what? Because we love this music. We love this culture. Y'all love this music. Love this culture. We still do it. We're still live, doing it. Live on the radio. And this is for Bushwick Bill. If Cool Keith and Daddy Hill from Sets of Sonic and DJ Premier can represent for Bushwick Bill, wow. so can your stupid ass. Anyway, let's play some music. Let's go with it. I'm going to shut up because, uh, and come down. Want to talk in person? Come down. It's Damage Control. DA, what up, man? I'm sick of you hoes trying to one mind. I'm coming with a good line, running after one time. I got a grudge against you, blue suits, black suits, white suits, and state troops. That's the way you made us. Send the nigga to the penitentiary is how you play us. Locked us up for the summer. Took the nigga's name a bit and passed his ass a number. Just because you legally pack a gas, man. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to point it at the black man. Especially your black cops. You let your gas pop because them honkies got you brainwashed. So now we come to New Dillons. Fuck all the dumb shit. The lot of workers can't feelings. I'm cutting shit short. Ain't no filling out reports. Cause you ain't making it to court. I'm on freedom wing From the hole in my glove For fucking off Rocky King It ain't nothing you can ask us And since justice is burned I'm a bummer bitch of glasses What the fuck up Chucks I'm coming after your ass Crooked officers The officers Crooked officers I wanna put your ass in the garbage You shouldn't fuck with niggas like myself for too long It's time to grab a motherfucking line and get it on Mr. Officers Crooked officers I wanna put your ass in the car Cause you been fuck with niggas like myself for too long It's time to grab a motherfucking shit and get it on Oh Mr. Officer, look it officer, what's happening? You beat another black man's ass and now you high capping friend Do I have to move to River Oaks and bleach my fucking skin so I can look like these white folks? Just to get some assistance Because the brutality in my neighborhood is getting persistent Cause you wanna harass me, yeah And if I talk back, you wanna bust my black ass, G Just like Rodney King But if you try that shit with me, it's gonna be a different scene Try to pull me over on a dark road But I'll be damned if I don't grab my nine and unload Until every blue shirt turns red You heard what I said I want all you crooked motherfuckers dead So you better start picking out your car Cause I'm coming after your ass Mr. Officer, crook it officer I wanna put your ass in the car You shouldn't fuck with niggas like myself for too long It's time to grab a motherfucking eye to get it on Mr. Officer, crook it officer I wanna put your ass in the car You shouldn't fuck with niggas like myself for too long It's time to grab a motherfucking shit and get it on Call me up the other day, I got a warrant Punk ass laws wanna know whether the Saying I shot a nigga the other day at a party Lying out the ass, I was at home drinking frauds Cooling with my niggas, playing dominoes in the kitchen The big black nigga did the killing And I fit the description, yeah And you know they think our black niggas look alike So now they got the flashlight Looking for Big Mike Jacking niggas up, trying to capture me Cowboys wanna gaffle me Trying to put bullets into the back of me Time and time again, I told them I didn't do it And they knew it, but they still pursued it So them motherfuckers blew it So now I'm about to Grab my shit and put them son of a bitch to feet under the running from the motherfuckers. Turn the tables cause I'm able, I ain't falling victim. Time to play a game, see the police watch me stick them. Cause I ain't running from a P-O-L-I-C-E, nay, a motherfucking T-I-N-E. They gonna have to G-E-T me off the SCT 
Taking my ace double O D. Fucking round the B I G. They be in a G or a A V D. Mr. Officer, who get officer? I wanna put your ass in the car. Cause you the fuck with niggas like myself for too long. It's hologram a motherfucking nine again. Mr. Officer, who get officer? I wanna put your ass in the car. Cause you the fuck with niggas like myself for too long. It's hologram a motherfucking shit again. to think about my life wondering if it's even worth the stress and trying to strive all i ever do is get high every day even sex my girl then i sleep the rest away i rarely comes out before night i ain't employed why should i wake up early with the roosters in the morning all i'ma do is smoke a sack of green and throw two or three rocks at that penitentiary no one seems concerned about my well-being it seems my life's already ended That's why I'm spending so much time in the fifth ward High as a kite It's too late for me to try to live my life right Man, if I should die today Who would really care? If I should die today Who would come and stare? If I should die today Who would carry me On my last day above dirt And who would bury me? Damn, how will I die? And just how long will it last? Will you be happy and satisfied when you pass? Will you die young or old and wise? If you face your killer, will there be tears in your eyes? Will you holler and beg, scream and crawl? Will you die like a broader, stand tall through it all? Will you fight if you're given that chance? Or will you fall up like a baby and shit in your pants? Damn, you'll never know until it's your time, look. You never know what you're gonna do until that is smoked. So you could miss me with that tough man trash until you're laying in them streets with hollow tips in this face. Hot metal to the dome couldn't take me away. I'm talking point blank range. Yes, I'm still here today. Nobody knows the troubles I've seen. Well, I lay my head to rest. Now who could answer me? How will I die? Since the game, I feel about to break up. Stress is eating at my mind, it's playing tricks again. It's telling me that I ain't hitting. It's telling me to quit. And what's worse, when I stop to think, I kind of agree. Even with one good eye, my future's hard to see. The end is rushing at me, homie. Man, I'm damn near done. I tried to duck, I tried to hide, but man, I just can't run. It's like I'm trapped inside this world of mines and just can't win. I'm overcome by suicidal thoughts, but damn, that's sin. I need my mama, cause she be always there by my side to help me out when I ain't strong enough to make the ride. If I die, who will teach my sons right from wrong? If I die, who will teach my sons to stand strong? If I die, who will teach them nothing comes for free? I can't die, can't nobody teach them this but me. Damn, how will I die? 
fuck somebody before the week ends. The sight of blood excites me. Shoot you in the head. Sit down and watch you bleed to death. I hear the sound of your last breath. Shouldn't have been around. I went all the way left. You was in the right place for me at the wrong time. I'm a psychopath in a minute with my fucking mind. Calm down. Back to reality. Don't fit this, cause I know that it promised me flashes. I get flashes of Jason. Give me a knife, a minute lives I'm wasting. The shadow of death follows Bill. I don't give a fuck. Pussy great Superman, your ass will get boxed up. Put him in a straight jacket. The man's sick. This is what goes on in the mind of a lunatic. The paranoid who's a menace to our society. And I'm a peeping Tom, her body's beautiful, so I'm thinking rape Shouldn't have had her curtains open, see that's a fake Leaving out her house, grab the bitch by her mouth Drug her back in, slam her down on the couch Without my knife, and if you scream, I'm cutting Open her legs and commence to fuck it She begged in a low voice, please don't kill me I slit her throat and watch her shake like on TV Now there's a witness, all in my business Sitting with a bloody body next to me, I'm nervous Now the time has come for me to make a decision Should I live in reality or live in the television? Here come the cops, will they blow me to bits? This is what goes on in the mind of a lunatic Another innocent victim of this homicidal maniac Maniac, maniac Another innocent victim of this homicidal maniac. Ah, oh, I'm going insane. I can't keep it quiet. The mind of a lunatic, consider psychotic. Scarface of the 90s, y'all, so don't even try. Don't fuck with me, boy, cause I'm no surprise. I'm gay for an outbreak. If you wanna break, that's just another motherfucker's life that I take. DX on the bottle tip, ain't taking no shit. And if you think I'm equipped, then bitch, I'm equipped. Cause I'ma get down for mine, just like a T.O. This ain't the fucking circus, stop calling me, ho. Think this is harsh, this ain't as harsh as it gets. No telling what's being thought of in the mind of a lunatic. My boy's getting skinny, they tell me he smokes. So I thrashed the party and took money's dope. They told him I done it, he caught up with me fast. Acting like he had squabbing him, so I whipped on his ass. He reached for his pistol and called on his crew. I shot up his posse and put a hole in him, too. On comes the deputies and the sheriffs and shit Prejudice bastards, suck my dick I said die motherfuckers as I blasted Something clicked in my head, visions of bodies in plastic The sense of shots in human flesh Niggas dying from bullet wounds to the chest No sheriff's gonna take me on the road Dark as fuck, and let his pistols explode Fuck that cause I ain't to die So I reloaded my Uzi and fired up another fry It got me crazy as fuck A raging psychotic that angel dust, the cops had the place surrounded. Hunted for a way to get out, I found it. Innocent bystanders watching, set an example. I popped one, let me go, goddammit, Scott Free. All of these motherfuckers coming with me. All of a sudden, the shit got solid. I remember waking up in an asylum, being treated like a troubled kid. My shirt was all bloody, and both of my wrists were slit. Think this is hard to stay as harsh as it gets. No telling what freaking thought in the mind of a lunatic. A young nigga was born with the mind of a lunatic I should have been killed But sister fucked around and let me live Now I'm a threat to society Every motherfucking body and their mama trying to quiet me 
I'm telling you I'm straight out the nickel And we ain't got ass liquors, just ass kickers I whoop a punk in a minute And hope to God that his gal get in it The first time I see her jumping I'ma drop kick the bitch like she stole something The weak hoes might say I'm sick But for real niggas know I tolerate no bullshit You wanna know what makes me click? My psychiatrist said I got the mind of a lunatic Let's get out of here, that guy's crazy Let's get out of here, KPFT, the Damage Control Radio Showgram is live and in full effect. Showgram? Giving it up to Bushwick Bill all night tonight. We've got about an hour and 20 minutes left. We got Skylar Dom about to get it to the shout out section just in a few minutes. So, all y'all unlock, hold your horses, man. It's really about to go down. We've got uh, more people in the studio tonight. All about. Bushwick Bill, who passed uh, this past weekend, an incredible hip-hop pioneer. I really appreciate everyone who's called in and come down so far. Texas T. What it do, what it do. What's going down, man? Everything's great, everything's great. Come right into the mic, man. Yes, sir. I'm here, I'm here. Tell me about your first memories of Bushwick Bill. Well, my first memories of Bill, I... I met him when I signed with Rap-A-Lot. Actually, I met him beforehand at the Rhinestone Wrangler, of course, when Willie D was dogging everybody. Yeah. Him and Romeo Poet in the gang. Yeah. You know. Romeo Poet. Yeah, like that, man. And, uh, yeah. as you know, Bill was a dancer. And uh, later on, I um, signed with uh, James Smith over at uh, Rap-A-Lot Records. Yeah. Right. At the car lot over there. Yeah. Like that. And uh, Bill... Uh, Ghetto Boys broke up, and uh, Bill became, actually became a member of my group, the Two Bad Brothers. What? Two yep, Bad yep, the Two Bad, bad Brothers. Not bad, bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. You already know. <laughs> what year was this? What year was this? That was 89. We signed, but we met him in 86, 88. Yeah. And uh, he, he, we, we, we was actually the first people to record Bushwick Bill. Man. Yeah, yeah he was dancing. Uh, we just, you know, he come over right there. Uh, Jay had dropped him off with us. We, you know, we was hanging out with Jay, and uh, he dropped all of us off. Lockwood, on, on Lockwood. Lockwood, Cadman Ross, and uh, so we uh, hung out. You know, we how we do it. You know, we blowing big, having fun, freestyling. And we say, man, we hip-hop don't have nobody like you. They don't right. have nobody like you, man. You gonna be a rapper, man. You man, you gonna da 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 da. We just get made told me you told him you gonna be in movies. You yeah, gonna do this? And he's like, man. And later on, he's like, man. You guys, y'all said I was gonna do all these things, man. And you and 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 I did them. Yeah, and he did them. He was very thankful. On his, I was with him on his last days. I was there. Man. Um, he has me all over his new project. Oh, that's right. You know, I'm, I'm like six self songs deep. Mr. ESG's on there who's with us here today. What, what Bushwick Bill, what, what, what Bill did in his last days was he, quote, I, I, I said just to someone, Bill is looking out for the little people mm-hmm. with these this, these works he did. 
He's yep. looking. He builds taking care of the unsung, mm. those who didn't get a chance. He didn't go get some of the popular big time super duper. He got those those who hadn't been super duper national and whatnot and hadn't got a chance, man. You know. Mm. And and my, my brother has has said a beautiful prayer for Bill while he was in the hospital. He said, uh, Bill, uh, you know, you 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 and the ghetto boys and you, you got you Bill, you put the world on your shoulders, man, and we stood on your shoulders. But now. You got that on ours. It was so beautiful, man. Y'all should have been there, man. <laughs> Rim run. Yeah, well. <laughs> man, no, this is beautiful. This is beautiful information to know because I was actually talking to Willie D recently and you know Well Willie There's all no listen, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of there's there's the uh the the truth and the lie and somewhere in the middle. Well Willie let me tell you like this here. I was the first one to record Bill. A lot of people said that he probably should have rapped. You know what I mean? But I actually right. Told Doug King over on thirty four. You know what I mean? Doug with the with the radio with the radio shack mic on the wall. That's yep. right. You understand? Vicious Lee was there. Therefore was Therefore. there. They all know. And we put the mic on the wall and Bill was supposed to open up the first eight to twelve lines. On our and then they yeah. said, Man, he don't sound right. Don't, but that's we said that's the way he sound, you know, that he's bush with Bill. Nah, he erased that, man. So they erased it. And then, and when he came and hanging out, hung out with us on Lockwood for three months, uh, you know, he's part of the two bad brother. We like to say mm-hmm. we freestyle and going. We had faith, Mikey, that is. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the inside one now for college worth Lockwood. Two C's, what up? But uh, man, we man, uh, man. what happened was James came and got him. You know, in the book he say he people used to riding around with a midget in fifth ward. Where he come got him from my house, fifth ward and whatnot. And that's when he went out and he came back and uh, he was a rapper then. I'm like, well, what happened? I thought he didn't sound good, you know. But what it was is uh, he had a lot of practice over there with us, you know, freestyling, blowing big, you know what I'm saying? Just hanging out in the ward, you know, doing fifth ward things, you know. And uh, and then so he was really seasoned and ready to spit it, you know. He was ready to spit it. But so I admit though, I admit when though, Willie wrote it for him, he that's was right. ready. That's right. Now, now, now uh, uh, the story goes that some, you know, that Willie was the one who told him. People, well, that's he did because see, he, Willie did fifth, fifth ward. That's mm-hmm. right. Great minds think alike. Think alike. There you go. Right. So, 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 oh, so, so the story that you're hearing is not a lie. No, no, I'm not saying that's a lie. I'm I, saying that he's that saying he's so many different uh, versions, versions of it. it. So he, this is the this is the linear version of it. Because right. I, I was just you the know. first time to record him. Okay, that's yeah. all. That's all. Yeah. Okay. That's it, yeah. No, I was saying uh, certain people say that certain people had the idea to put Bushwick Bill as a rapper in well, the Ghetto Boys, him. not just a dancer. I recorded him. Bill King and, was on the radio shack on uh, wall right man. there. He was that Bill King was on 34th Street. Cliff Bl- called Cliff Blige. Did you? Does well, see, see, that's there's there's so many things in this Houston rap history that are so complicated. Why you think Bush would, Why would you think Bush would come back full circle and got me on six seven his last songs on his album? That's because right. he was real. I got a song called "They Don't Come Too Big" on his first album. I'm singing on top of the cage. Some people will try to jack you. Yeah, some people will even kill you. So give it to them, y'all. Wow. That was me on that. And me and Big Mello was singing on, uh, oh. why you want to, with Bushwick, you know he's crazy. It was a lot of us in there on man, there. you remember all that? Yeah, T yeah, was in the middle I, of I, it. I was in the fog, but I just now started having re- <laughs> recollections. <laughs> no, yeah. that's very real, man. And these are the things that need to be told because as many books come out, as many stories come out, it's still only scratching the surface. The history right. of Houston, hip-hop, culture, and music and community is so deep so many things have happened so many people involved right and it's sad when such a small handful of people get this credit 
Oh man, I ain't got credit. I don't want no credit. It's you not have just credit, for credit. No, 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 no. You know, you owe when you get credit. When it comes down, when it comes down to these stories, the stories are so glossed over, it's ridiculous. Right, right. Well, it happens like that, man, because everything's moved so fast, you know. So with this happening with Bushwick, man, I had spoke with him like two or three days before that Saturday before he passed. You know, he had called me. And uh, he say, oh, Ron, Ron, I love you, Ron. I love you and your brother. You and your brother, man. I love you. I said, yeah, man. He said, I'll call you back, though. I'll call you back. And, and that was it. You know, and that was it. Man. I hadn't talked to him. I didn't talk to him after that. So, But I love him, and he know I loved him. And uh, we all just, we were just partners, you know, from the time he came to Houston and he ran into us. And I also want to give a uh, shout-out to Reddy Red, because Reddy Red played an That's intricate part. Old. He was always Reddy cool man. with us. No. And we used to sit back and just, me, Bushwick Bill, Reddy Red, and Texas T. We just, you know, just did our little thing, you know. To be honest with you, when I came into the picture, I was, my entrance into Houston rap, I went to the Art Institute of Houston, and I had a teacher named Jeff Wells in my audio engineering class, and he owned Sound Art Studio. So I'm, I'm way later than y'all, mm. way late, but early for a lot of people. Yeah. And he came to me and said to me, he's like, hey, man, you like rap? <laughs> and I was like, exactly like that. And I was like, yeah, I love it. And he's like, well, I got this group coming in to record their next album. I'm, I'm going to need an intern, somebody just kind of be there. It's, it, this group, the Ghetto Boys. And I was like, What? Yes. And so I got to intern when they recorded We Can't Be Stopped. Right. Oh. Which was certainly not day one by any means, but it was early enough. And for me, I was like 17, 18 years old. And I got to sit in there and watch them record and, and got to see the, see what they did and got to meet Bushwick, got to meet all these guys and got to see 3-2 and got yes, to see sir. like Three people who were, who were in the studio at all times, like the the, the Beatles. Beto, and Doug yeah. King Beto and all these people and I saw the work that they put into that record I saw the work that Beto put in I saw the work that Doug King put yes, in I yes, saw sir. the work mm. that a lot of these people put in and I saw them get erased to an extent well, yeah, but well, talking about Reddy Red so I'm saying with Reddy Red yeah. I, he wasn't there at that time he left and I was always like where's Reddy Red why isn't Reddy Red around here man I loved him because I loved the Ghetto Boys but I didn't know why he wasn't around I didn't know all the details at the time I was young and later in life I was blessed enough to meet Reddy Red and to really sit down and have really, real, real conversations with him and mm-hmm. really talk to him. And he was one of the people who really broke down mm-hmm. so many stories, so many mysteries mm-hmm. of this Houston rap history that I didn't know. And yeah. well, I'm when a- he passed away, that I was in Europe with Devin the Dude. We were in Europe and, and the news came through that Red had passed. I didn't. I, I knew that he wasn't certain. Certainly wasn't totally healthy, but I didn't know he was. He was dying. Mm. And when I heard he died, that devastated me because Reddy Red definitely opened my mind up to so much history. Yeah, I, I, I that dude a, there, yeah. you cannot. You, that dude there is a man who needs to be celebrated. Uh, yeah, hmm. you're sure right about that. Yeah, yeah. What's the name of this show? Damage Control. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And right. we're here to. We started Zen and I, who also I'm wearing him tonight. I brought him tonight on my shirt yeah. that made by DJ Chill, but DJ. Zen and I were the founders of the show together in 2002. He was killed by a drunk driver, which kills me inside every day. And also DJ JD, who was the first DJ who on this show who de- who decided three weeks in that he couldn't. He had a job. He couldn't commit to doing <laughs> Wednesday nights every. Then so Zen and I were like, we're gonna have different guest DJs every week, right? 
uh, JD also passed. May he rest in peace. Yeah, man. Mm. And it it just it, it hurts so bad to think. And the DJ Steph, DJ, who was one of our biggest supporters, Zen and JD, they're all gone. It drives me crazy. But the big one of the biggest blessings in my life is sitting right next to me right here when DJ Chill came Chill. in. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I mean that big time. Because Chill came in at a time when we decided we were going to have a guest DJ every week. The whole point was going to be to showcase somebody else every week. Different DJ. And we did that for a while. Chill came in for the first time. And I wasn't having it. As soon as I come back. No, that's not true. No, listen. No, listen. When Chill came in, this is real. This is real. When Chill came in, we were still planning on having a different guest DJ every week. But when Chill came for the first time, he saw what we were doing here. He came again. He started bringing artists down. He was in all the clubs. He started really becoming an integral part of the show just by bringing artists right to this table because the Mm -hmm. whole point of damage control is this open door policy Mm -hmm. to control the damage that was done by the major radio stations here. And uh, to give these artists a chance to come in. And Chill really did that. And I said to Zen, I was like, man, Chill's our DJ. Like yeah. Jill want, and I was like, Jill, you want to do it? And Jill was like, yeah, yeah, I want to do it. <laughs> and it became, it was, you know, and I met Jill way before that because Jill and I were in the in the promotions team for a radio station whose name I've never seen on there. Because <laughs> I hate them and they're disgusting. And I hope that they find, hopefully fail someday this, because this they're back, gross. This was back in 90, this but was, this me was back in 91. Were, me and Jill in 91 were there when that station started when they were supporting Houston Rap. And they were really run by... They were. They had a white dude with a mullet and a rust T-shirt, <laughs> who was promote, who was programming UGK, and and uh, and and, and real Houston rap at the yeah. time, wow. to battle Magic 102 and destroy them, yeah. and they did. And they did, yeah. And now they're gross. They're the worst thing that ever happened to to Houston ever. The worst station ever in the history of uh, music. But uh, oh, and shout out to Trey the Truth, who we will always play here. Shout out to Trey the Truth. Anyways, <laughs> this is ten it. years now. Yeah, yeah. Gross, racist pieces of garbage at that station. Anyways, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Chill came in here. No, Chill came in here and revolutionized damage control, and that's where we are here, seventeen years later. Still trying to represent for the real. And I'm telling you, I hate to say, I come down here when people pass away. It makes me sad to say, but somebody like Bushwick Bill, no, I'm not going to sit home and and let somebody else handle this. Right. Bushwick Bill meant a lot to me, man. We're interning in that studio, seeing what went down changed my life. The Ghetto Boys changed my life. Right. So, Big so, time. So when he brought like your, yourself, Texas T and um, ESG and all these guys into doing this next project, what what was going to be the name of the project? Do y'all know? It's uh, checks, balances, and moral turpitudes. Mm. Man, you know Bush. We had big words. You know he was. What very, you say? He was a smart dude, man. And, you know he and he'll Bush, give you a so type. So Bushwick Bill next project was we call. Give it to him. Checks, too. balances, and moral turpitude. That's checks, yeah. balances, and moral turpitude. Tor- I might be messing up a little bit. Mm. It's something to that effect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll go to the. Yeah, we got one of the producers here that we're going to talk to more yeah. deep, uh, deep, yeah, in depth about that about everybody who's on. And that's what he wants. He wants you to check. Bill wanted you to check yourself. You know. Yeah. You understand? What I'm saying always your moral turpitude. Yeah. He wants one to be at their best, you know, wow. and be godly while you're doing it. You know what I mean? So always, man. that's crazy. Yeah. Well, we appreciate y'all coming down here and clearing up some of this history and giving the, the people some of this history. I mean, to have this and the stories premiere is told and all this. This yeah. is an incredible show. Now it's gonna be a great document in remembering 
one of our most important pioneers in this Houston hip hop community. Bushwick, Bill, your legacy will live forever. Little big man. There's no possibility that you will be erased from this. Just like nope. we keep Screw alive. That's just right. Just like we keep Pimp C alive. That's right. Big we Mello. keep Hog, Big Mello. Oh, yeah. right. We could do better for Big Mello and some of the some of the you folks. You know where well. you show right about that, man. We could do better. That's right. Yeah. But Bushwick Bill, man. That's day one. Yeah, day one, yeah. Yeah, we were there day one when he came in, man, and uh, to see him go through the transition of the Ghetto Boys, man, and continue to be. You know, he came through all the members. The members came on for for, for various reasons. Mm -hmm. This business, you know. But uh, to Bushwick, he was truly a Ghetto Boy from his heart, man. He went to, uh, you know, they put that out to the world, man. He had a kind heart, man. He loved the homeless. He, he, He also expressed a lot of things he wanted to do for the homeless. And for Man. people with cancer, since he found out he had cancer, but yep. I'm speaking on things prior to that. You, you know, want to talk about things prior to that? Hip hop comes from Jamaicans. Yeah, Cool Herc and the, and the Jamaican style of DJing and toasting and things like that. Hip hop comes directly from that, and Bushwick <laughs> Bill's Jamaican. Yeah, and he had a, a like day one, day one. He knew dude. the hip hop history, man, because he lived it. Yes, he lived it. You know what I'm saying? He knew New York, Houston. He knew California. He knew, and everybody knew him. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they said um, they, they got a clip with Snoop was saying that he and uh, Bushwick Bill introduced him to the Blunts. Who did he introduce he? us? Who didn't he? <laughs> He introduced us. The, 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 Straight uh, up. When you, yeah. He say he's... Who Snoop, didn't Snoop, he? Snoop, Snoop said that when he when, they, when Bushwick Bill came down there, he opened up a blunt. Hey, and, Philly blunt. A Philly blunt, blunt. And, and filled it. And then he did the same thing with started. Back like, wow. Then he moved back. Nobody did a backwoods. Backwoods. They were the back. That was some hard sun guns, too. And Bushwick Bill and 3-2 were... There for yeah. a big part of the recording of Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Chronic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They right. were there, and right. if you listen to Snoop Dogg's style yes. and you say that that's not 3 2 style, you're Snoop's, out of your damn hey, mind. Snoop said it was. Snoop said, said it was. Yeah, Snoop said 3 2 and, and Bushwick, these yeah. are huge influences. These are huge influences that Houston. And let me had. tell you what, let me tell you where Bushwick told me the part at where you know it's at. He yep. said at the end of uh, F School, yep. when uh, 3 2 said about Willeridge. And the, the principal told him, don't come back. He said, unless you fly, let's, let's this bitch fly away. And that's what Snoop started picking it up right there. Listen Man. to that. And that's what, and I'm telling you, that's what Bushwick told me, partner. Man. After they come from L.A. and they wrote their chronic uh, uh, soundtrack. For yes, real. Sir. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. E- e- ESG. What it do, what it do. What it do, man. The freestyle Swang and bang. The uh, freestyle king is in the building. What's going down? What's going down? Yeah. Bushwick Bill be. comes from those days when you had to freestyle. Yeah, of those course. those battle days, you mm-hmm. had to freestyle. ESG. What it do, man? Can you man. tell me about what Bushwick Bill in that era that the influence it had on you? Oh man, um, a lot of people damn girl might not even know uh, this story, but uh, I remember when I was a, a teenager. That was a guy, and I'm from Bogalus, Louisiana. Uh, well. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm 45 minutes outside of New Orleans. So, uh, you know, a lot of people, like I call it La Texans. There's a lot yeah. of people that live La in Texas yeah. that has Louisiana roots. So uh, this particular guy was riding one day, and uh, he's always been out there, and he had a drop-top Corvette. And he was playing 
forgettable song. Yeah. One of the earliest songs. I, I I can't remember what it exactly was. And I was like, man, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I was a hip-hop fanatic since a kid. You know, I used to go to record store buying everything. That's how I, dis I discovered most of my uh, influences, like the public enemies, the fat boys. I bought the fat boys album because of that. So this guy The fat boys playing. do not get enough credit either. Yeah, this guy was playing. Straight up. Uh, uh, a ghetto boy song, and I hadn't heard nobody be that that really violent and gangster <laughs> as a child. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, what is that? He's like, man, the ghetto boys. This guy, he was he was from my hometown, but he had moved to Houston. And I was like, man, you know, I said, let me hear that. So I just fell in love with it. Then it was like, um, I don't know if a lot of people remember this. I was so young, but like the Royal Flushes and so mm, many different. Yeah, man. man. Then I heard all you know the uh, the gangster nips and uh, <laughs> the the Raheems and yeah. so many different songs, but the Ghetto Boys, um, they early work. Cause I used to mail my tapes as a young child to New York and, and, and uh, L.A. You know, when I was like 11, 12, I would rap. You know, I would look at the the address on back of the tape. Man. Wanted to be, yeah, man. You know, I would, who didn't? Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I wanted to be like the L.L.s and the Ghetto Boys. So, man, um, um, I couldn't make it to New York. I couldn't make it to um, L.A. So man. my my travels. Was, they were uh, hating, by uh, the way. Know, they were hating. Uh, by the way, I, I signed the ST at twelve. Uh, <laughs> I would I would uh, I attended U.S.A. and Lafayette, and I kept getting closer and closer. So I caught a cab actually to Houston. Uh, a cab, a cab, man, like two hundred eighty dollars. Man, I, I, I swear to God, because I knew, uh, you know, it was like that's the closest I could get to my dream. And the ghetto boys hearing that they was from there, you know, that 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 what kind of drove me there. Even though being wow. from Louisiana, that's, that's a true story. You know, a lot of people don't know that. And uh, man, I used to see Will so. Um, I mean, see him and Will and Face way back then. And in the later days, you know, Bill, you know, because a lot of times this artists, what I think is you you reach a level and be so great at a certain age and you don't like like to hear from a lot of other people, take direction from people. So you kind of be in a confused state of what you should do music wise when, um, you know, you're in the creative capacity as I should say and so you know he had been holding music for a while just not knowing really what to do and that was you know some particular songs and I never forget some months back he was like look man I'm working on my album you know you're like hey man get there and I am so happy that I you know put down what I had to do and made sure that I turned my verse in because it did you know this is already a sad day you know but this would have been even sadder you know we lose so many great people to hip-hop so many and a lot of times if you look at it so we've went through all these years of not praising a bushwick bill for the work you know and 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 things that he put in especially not just houston but hip-hop you know these dudes was worldwide man talking about yeah. icons these are people that our grace that other people look at look up to when you hear the snoop Dogg telling you this i know all the stories from when uh um, they was out there working on the chronic, you know yep. what I'm saying? How Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin and Russell Simmons, like you hear these stories, they come down here to Houston, they're like, they go to the club and they see how the Ghetto Boys has the people just jamming and they're like trying to, uh, how can I say this, not copycat, but emulate our sound. Mm -hmm. If you look at a player like, right. person like Mike Dean, who did all the, the work with these Man. guys, these are people that, that's Jay-Z, Kanye's engineers, you know what I'm saying? People don't understand the magnitude of that um this is just this is my uh hip-hop 
birthplace. You know, I know that was the cool Hurts, what they did before, before, but Houston, the independent game. And if you look back to the Southwest Hotels, why the, Man. the masterpiece, the cash monies, right. so many people, the tech knives that people don't know, there's so many people that, uh, copycat the, 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 the format that the LeJays did way back then. You know what I'm saying? And Yellow Boys is a staple of hip hop, not just selling hip hop. And, you know, honestly, you know, I think, you know, I hope people just really go out there and, and buy up anything that, that Bill has done and all the work that's coming out, you know, just to further, uh, you know, help his legacy. Because, you know, he was a stubborn cat. And when you're a great artist, you become stubborn. You know, you don't want to fold or confine to conform to what you see other people doing in hip hop. Right. You know, that just wasn't him. You know what I'm saying? He was he stuck to his roots. And, I mean, did you uh, hear who the first people we talked to were? No, no. I cool Keith. I, wow. I did. A, Daddy O. Uh-huh. DJ Premier. DJ, oh my God. These are the people who called in and came in and talked about Bushwick Bill tonight. Yeah, man. That's Can crazy. you get a little higher than that? No, nah, not that, really. That's, that's legacy. That's legacy. Not really. These you are the people who talked about the history of I'm Bushwick Bill and his sure, place I'm, in I'm hip hop. Pretty, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other cats. Like, I mean, I'm, pre I'm pretty sure Jay-Z got some stories. I'm no, but look, horse, man. but look, the, yeah. I just got sent a link that from Billboard that Eminem did a little, he did a tribute. I haven't wow. read the whole thing with tribute to Bushwick Bill. Eminem. There, no, listen, there would be no D12 and, and horrorcore and yeah. all these things without Gangster Nip, Bushwick Bill, before right. Gangster Nip, Chuck Wick was, yeah. and, and Gangster Nip and stuff like that. There would be no mm -hmm. wild real, ass rap Point blank. without that. Yeah, yeah. so ahead without of the time. that so that's ahead, where so it started. Yeah. For real, for real, you know. And so it's nice to see, you know, I mean, uh, it's sad that it's come down to that after he's passed, you know, mm -hmm. but like someone like an Eminem has to give right. it up to Bushwick Bill. That's real. That's real. Has yeah. to. That's crazy. The that's greats crazy. have to give it up to the great. And mm -hmm. like you said, ESG, and 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 uh, I'll sum and, and I'll sum it up in a smaller mind where Houston has had an insane, insane influence on hip hop culture mm -hmm. from day two. Right. Maybe not day one. Maybe not the yeah. first day. Right. But, but quite yeah. soon after, people were looking at. at he, I mean, Steve Fournier mm -hmm. started mm -hmm. the first record pool. Right. From right. here. Yeah. There's so many other. The people first person who was. Making getting the records to all the DJs across mm -hmm. the United States, yeah, was right here. Yeah, man, that's, that's a crazy. big deal. That's a big, big deal. This is for any of us were really even totally involved. Exactly, you know before, my time, before my time, before my time, <laughs> you know. Uh, but the end of the game and yes. just music of being sick into your roots exactly. and sick into your sound, you know, was a Houston thing, you know what I'm yep. saying? And, and and it's just embedded in hip hop, and you Man. can't erase it or go around it, no matter how you try it, you know. Before you seen the NWAs being violent and all that, you, you saw the ghetto boys doing that, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was never the lift. Like, I laugh at the kid. The cameos and some of those R&B artists, how we talk about some of the, a lot of the young artists, mm -hmm. how they dress and stuff like that, that was different. You know, the ghetto boys and just hip-hop mm -hmm. right here in A-Sound, there are so many other greats that that, 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 that didn't get the nation national notoriety that embedded that strict, hardcore style 
of Houston hip hop. You know, all the way back yep. to uh, Jason's lyric. You know, How about Fisu? Uh, yeah, oh, no, that's, yeah, I remember that name. I remember that name. What? Remember, that's my man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. I forgot Chill is 75. You know what? No, and hey, no, and hey, listen, 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 listen. No, we, can, we can take it full circle here and talk about that sort of thing, the hardcore rap, the Christian rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. This is a... This Trey is Nine. A, no, but before Trey Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a uh, hub for uh, that. The Holy Hip Hop Awards uh, and all that has been happening uh, since... Uh, uh, Rascal. Yeah, Matt, Matt is a dinosaur also. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> He's a hip-hop dinosaur. Hey, man. Um, Lil Rascal. No, but not just Lil Rascal. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Muhammad 2G? No. no. Before that, yeah. There's so many people out here. see. Chill, Chill's having a, having a breakdown, man. Uh -huh. You need hey. some coffee. Oh, he's trying to go back, back. Oh. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah. anyways, McGregor Park was the first one. Anyways, ESG, we thank you so much for coming oh, down no, tonight. No, listen, no, and no. I want to thank you and give you your flowers while you're here because, you. no, because no, no, you, listen, let me say about. this. Let me say this. ESG, seriously, man. Yes. All the BS that happens in rap music, all mm -hmm. the crap, all the people, the lames who can't freestyle, mm -hmm. all the people who just rap for the money, right? Who say it publicly? Who say I'm live with it every time to this day? Mm -hmm. To this day, you can rap about anything off the top of the dome from that second. And you have been a huge influence on me and everyone here. You were on one of the first Damage Control 17 yeah. years ago. Yeah. You I, kicked I was, one of the first freestyles on Damage Control 17 yeah. some years ago. I was about 20, 19. Literally. I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just requested for, for ESG and Flip. To go just yeah, give, me, give me an hour. No. Give yeah. me an hour. Hey, man. No, that's fine. <laughs> uh, we're going to stick to ESG here. Already. <laughs> because literally, brother, you embody hip-hop culture in this city, and it's very uh, much appreciated. Appreciate what you, you do is what no one else does, and you have been On doing it. And I appreciate you, man. Love I love, appreciate man. you for your records, for your freestyles, for your presence, for your shows. You have always been one of the realest ones from day one. I remember when your first record came out, mm. and you were in jail. Uh, no, I was. That was my no. first record came out. What was the What was the first? Wait, what it, when was that? When was no? Um, Ocean of Funk was oh, my first album. Well, yeah, but know. then Steve no, that was that was a year after that. A year that after. Okay, 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 okay. Sailing the South. Okay, okay, okay. I just you know by the time but, you heard of me, exactly. You know I mean? But no, but I but by the time I heard you, but I remember we didn't know who you were and you sold. Thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of records. Tens uh, of thousands of records. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's going down. Ten, it's going in down. the beginning. It's in the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning, know. and today you are still here doing it. Right, right. For real. For real, for real. God, you, you are know, a blessed. pioneer of this music. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I found the formula. Uh, I found the... Uh, how can I call it? The Benjamin Button Juice. So man, it's going down. You know, there's so much more to go. You know, I'm just you know. There's way more to go. Way more to go. We're so happy crossing bridges and pulling up bridges with me, man. I'm just happy, you know, that I can. It has to be in your heart. It has to be in you, embedded in you, to respect the craft, respect the art, no matter what goes down, no matter what you hear on radio, you know, mass media. Exactly. You know, you stick to your roots and stick to you who you are. That's why those are the artists that continue to win and strive uh, to this day and it's coming back around so there's so many artists on major labels that would love 
to be able to do what we are doing right exactly. now. Exactly. So it's like the reinvention of the computer. Exactly. And we are here. It's going down. All right, thank Bushwick. you so much. Thank you Appreciate so much, you brother. And yeah, guys, Bushwick. And what we've up. always done here, one of our the biggest uh, fan base of Damage Control has always been the brothers and sisters yeah, yeah. behind behind the walls. Mm. Skyla, I know you've got some shout outs tonight. I do. I do. And we definitely need to get into those. And I'm going to go through them really quickly. Thank you. So this you guys for Bushwick be listening. And, and, and everybody behind the walls, I know they're enjoying this tonight because a lot of them have been in since. This is Texas. This is yeah. America. And some of them have been in since Bushwick came out. And it's mm. a travesty. Yeah, we got to work on yes, that. Yes, Love yes. to all of y'all. So, so real quick, you guys be listening. If you want to write into us, you can write into us at 419 419- L-O-V-E-T-T Boulevard, Houston, Texas 77006 And I'm going to get through these shout outs real quick To Rico on the Polunsky unit Adolfo the Estes unit To Black Reap On the O.L. Luther unit To Marlo on the Win unit To Edward Big Hands And to Slim On the Gory unit To Gregory On the Ferguson unit to William, uh, this is Midway, so I think it's Ferguson unit as well, and to GP on the Ferguson unit as well, and there, there's more, um, you guys have a list of shout outs on here, so I will do those lists next week, but tonight I really don't have time to do these whole list, so I'll do these lists next week. Okay, guys? And that means a lot, Skylar, because I'll tell you this. When I got a job in Austin and I had to move, I did that, and I hated leaving here. But I had moments over the course of the time I was with Damage Control in the first six, seven years of, of, its, of, of Damage Control. I had moments where I was like, uh, I didn't, you know, the, what kept me coming down here was those letters. What kept me coming down here was knowing there were people who were locked up for God knows how long behind those walls and this was their connection to the streets this was their connection to the music that they loved the culture that they loved the people that they wanted to hear from we were able to speak directly to them and that kept me coming down here every Wednesday night and I appreciate y'all for still holding it down here and really keeping it keeping it real and and, because this is not easy on a Wednesday night to come down here until 2 in the morning for any adult human being. This is not easy. I have clients at 8.30 every Thursday morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A physical, <laughs> and, and physical I, labor is a and thing. I, and, I'm, and I'm up all day printing t-shirts. Uh, I, got, I got to send out a shout out to uh, Mr. Dennis um, uh, Pergeen, uh, Mr. Gerald Ewark. He's at uh, Midway, Texas. Uh, shout out to Huntsville, Texas. Shout out to... Uh, uh, Midway again. Shout out to uh, Desmond Simmons uh, from Rocheron out there, and shout out to uh, yeah Desmond Simmons again. So um, a lot of people asking about those uh, two piece um, pictures, but we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my brother Serge tuned in. Shout out to my girl Kay. Shout out to all the folks out there on the internet kpft.org. Should we get into maybe a song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's do that. Yeah. You know, I was hoping. I, 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 I mean, can we play that that the one you just got through? The, yeah. Can you play that one? Play. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ever, 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 yeah. Ever clear. Play that. Well, I was hoping Big Mike was supposed to come down tonight and actually kick a little knowledge about Ever So Clear. But hold on, let me find this in the uh, in the yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, while you doing that, let's let me bring that guy on. Um, that was on the phone line. Hold on, bring oh, him hold on. Line one. No. 
Yeah. I think line two, yeah, should it be MC Fatal, right? Okay. Or whatever. Hit, yeah, let's get on the phones. Let's keep doing this. Let's keep talking. Hello. 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 Yo, this is uh, MC Fatal speaking, what, Matt. What's going MC on, man? MC Fatal. Hey, what's happening, buddy? Calling from Austin. You in Austin or Atlanta? Which uh, he's one? in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but MC Fatal, OG Fatal, is the Austin OG. Yeah, definitely. And I even said in Murder Dog Magazine back in the day that I thought he was one of the best lyricists in Texas because Come he on, was, man. From Austin, Texas, he was one of the people really coming with that real raw and coming rap down that we here. Love. And coming down here, he did songs with Bun B Zero, all the people back in the heyday. Hey, hey, you know the sad part about that? Nobody really got to hear that. But guess what? I'm dropping this uh, this uh, little last album on my finale. It's called Gone But Never Forgotten. Right. I got them tracks. I got a couple of tracks from some artists out here in Atlanta. And, uh, man, I got some heat on that, but I'm dropping that. <laughs> well, that's a good title, Gone But Never Forgotten, just like Bushwick Bill. Can you tell us, do you have uh, uh, some memories of, of Bill? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know uh, you do. You want me, you want me to tell you, talk to you now? Is it good? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, you are on the air, yeah. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe now well, would yeah, be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Come on. Yeah, let me tell you. Uh, all right, when I first came up, you know, I've been a basketball star in my life. And my family my, uh, from Houston... My other family from Austin, my, my grandmother, then we moved to Austin. Well, they moved to Austin, and I was born in Austin. But I always had roots in Houston. That's why I used to come in and get my game. From, like, I used to go over there, like, and I, uh, they used to go out from 16 and Cullen right there. Uh, uh, Bam on uh, South Park, all of them over there. Bam stayed back in the back back there. And, uh, you know, my, my people went to Worthing and Jones over there, right? So... Uh, I actually was playing ball, and I, I, I was listening to Ghetto Boy. We was down there, cause we used to go down there, and me and we go to the mall up there and all that there. And we used to get them little caps, you know, back then they used to have them little gold caps. Mm-hmm. And we'd be listening to Ghetto Boys on the radio. And I'm like, man, listen to this song, man, this song jam. And it was that mom playing tricks on me. So we went to that club y'all was talking about earlier. Uh, Rhinestone Wrangler? Yeah, man. And they used to have girls swinging all on the thing out there and all that. And I, I never get that's so why I got hit one time. They used to have a dude named DJ Yellow something. He used to be with the ghetto boy back then. Something like that. Whatever his name was. Yellow boy something. I don't know. He was, he hmm. was with him. But anyway, uh, when I had signed, when I got out of prison, I signed with uh, uh, Tony Dumas, an uh, NBA basketball player. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I signed with him, he played for the Mavericks. Lottery pick. I'm, I'm new. I'm from them. Go platinum. So I signed with him, man. And. Bush McBeal, I think at this time he was with Ichiban Records or something like that. He yeah, had, I remember when he was at Ichiban. Yeah, he had branched off. And uh, I was having a birthday party. And uh, he, we had met him in the club in Dallas. And I was like, man, look at Mr. Bush McBeal, man. And Tony and them talking to him and all that. And uh, he came over there. He was like, what's going on? And I was with uh, me and Cole Chris. Cole Chris knew him, mm. who used to be with Mad Flavor. Mm-hmm. Cole Chris, you know, that was Cole White Boy, boy, on that mic. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cole Chris like knew him because they was on Jerry Springer or something together, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah, so, <laughs> man. So, yeah, so we was kicking it, right? And uh, I never get it, man. Uh, he was like, "Where you guys going, man?" And we were like, "Hey, man." We, I was like, "Damn, boy, you really is a midget." We were laughing and shit. Dwarf. You, you the know, word is I was up back then. I was like, "Boy, you really is a midget." He was talking shit. Yeah, hey, man, fuck you, man. Fuck you. Hey, hey all that. We and, play it, not say it. Yeah. So. uh we uh, actually, he said, can I go with you guys, man? You know how Bushwick was. He like, he'll just go with you right there and there. He wasn't tripping. 
So we yeah. went to the house. He got so he hopped in the limo. All these girls was going with us, and they were getting the car. All of them were getting the car. They had no panties on and shit. So hey, hey, fatal. Yeah. Radio it yourself a little oh, I'm bit. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, my bad. So he was getting in there, and Bushwick was like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna go chill with you guys, man. We go over there and we go to the mansion." He was in there. We was kicking it, man. Busting freestyle and everything. He was listening to my CD. He was like, man, you got it, man. You got it. And we went to Tony Dumas' house and we hung out all night, bro. You know, you know, we snooped all it all night, kicked it and everything. You know, and him and Cole Chris and me, we freestyle all night long to that morning, bro. Girls at the pool and everything. And you know, he was a real dude, bro. He was even from Jamaica. He'll be an East Coast cat, but he had. A good heart, man. You know what I mean? Like, a, we kicked it, man. He kept telling me, man, big man, because, you know, I'm 6'6", six, six, he about 4'6". Yeah. And we, and we was kicking it, though, bro. And he, he really made me feel like my music was really good, because, you know, coming out of Austin, man, it was hard, man. Like, like you told him, man. Yeah. Like, you know, it was hard to make it, man. That's why I went and got all them guys, and then all of a sudden the guy backed out on the deal. I'm stuck with all his music. But, uh... All I want to say is, man, he's a legend. I always will be a legend to me, man. And I respect him and respect his music. I respect his craft. I respect his personality, his persona. It wouldn't be, it's, there'll never be another Bushwick deal. I don't care who else. They try to emulate him, you know, imitate him, whatever. It don't matter. There'll never be another Bushwick deal. He's, he's a legend. He's going to die a legend. He's already dead as a legend. Still, he's still living in my, in my eyes. You know, we all going to leave here, but we're not going to never die. Cause, Y'all keeping them alive right now, you feel me? But the thing I want to say is, I, I never forget, bro, that he told me, man, that I, I really had some good music and I could really make it, man, you know what I mean? Mm. And Itchabon that came over to the, the house off me a distribution deal, but Tony didn't take it. We should have took it. I would have been gone by now. Two Bushwick. If one, if one for Bushwick, Itchabon when he came to the house. Man. Vanilla, I started with Itchabon, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, maybe that might have been for the best for you, too, in, in a sense with Ichiban. I don't know. But I know Cole Chris was the person who told me about you first. And yeah, then we yeah. met, we met like, the next week. I remember Cole Chris told me about you, and, like, the next week you showed up at Music Mania or something. I met you yeah. right I, then. I remember, I remember going to your house when I came out there at that show. And uh, I never get chill. DJ Chill. My boy, man, he he actually DJed my my set. And Fatal performed in the backyard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he performed at our first Damage Control Benefit in the backyard yeah. at KPFT. And yeah, I, and, and to and, this and day, Chill actually DJ for me. You yeah. know, he made me sound because I was by myself because Flo Mob didn't show up, so That's I was right. by myself because I was with them and all that. And I came by my I came by myself, and I remember. I, and my partner Dynamite rode the bus down there, but I, you know, I came and I brought that girl with me, Chill. He rocked that show for me, man. That was a great benefit, and I'm proud of I'm proud of Damage Control, man. If it wasn't for y'all, man, nobody wouldn't have heard me. And I came out there freestyle and all that, and you know it, it's a, it's great to hear you guys, man. You know I'm an hour ahead of y'all, and I'm also getting old, so I got to get in that bed in a minute. Already, but, well, we appreciate you, know, you calling in because I want to, you know, we want the real stories, we want the real the history, and I know that. uh you have a and, and 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 one thing I always say is I love Houston, but he, Texas is bigger than just Houston. There's so much that's happened throughout the state. And if it wasn't for a city like Dallas, if it wasn't for Austin and San Antonio's support of these Houston artists, Tyler, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. Longview, 
places like this. Bay it, City, uh, you can it wouldn't be it, what I, it is, man. I mean, so we appreciate you calling in, giving your insights. OG Fatal. Love y'all, man. Y'all keep your head up. Keep doing what you do, man. I appreciate, appreciate that. Uh, For real. The tribute, man, to this guy, because he was one one guy, man. Good guy, you know what I mean? It's, you know, they said the good guy leave here first, man. So that's how it is, man. Well, we're going to take a quick musical break. We've been playing this uh, ever so clear. It's from over and over and over and over. Let's get into ever so clear. That's one of the, the defining moments. Uh, yeah, yeah. For that man, Bushwick Bill. And also, let's not forget. Let's just say this before we play this. One, Bushwick Bill shot himself in the eye and survived. He lost an eye, but he survived. And later, Bushwick Bill had gone into the hospital with complications and things and was pronounced dead and lived. Wow. The man came back to life. Bushwick Bill is not a simple person, man. This is not a, just an individual. This average. man is not the average human, man. No, no. Bushwick Bill is beyond. Fatal and everyone else who's called in tonight, thank you so much. We've got a few more people to talk to right here in the studio. We've got some people who've collaborated with him on this album. We're going to hear get some information on what's, what's yet to come. My brother Bubba, my brother Bubba, who has taken over uh, Bubba. Sugar Hill Studios, Bubba, Bubba. which is where he did. No, he Bubba owns Sugar Hill Studios now, by the way. Bubba owns Sugar Hill Studios. No, he don't. My, one of my best friends from youth owns Sugar Hill Studios, and that's where um, Bushwick recorded a lot of his uh, final music. And so we're going to get some of those stories, so you do not want to tune out. We got 37 more minutes. This is ever so clear. One of the Bushwick Bill classics. It's going down. It's damage control. An outcast treated like a misfit Damn near didn't make it on my day of birth Thinking was I really supposed to be on this planet Earth I take a deep breath and then another follows Cause hardship is kinda hard to swallow See it's rough being a loner Not knowing any given day and time I could wind up a goner Some people got it back from Jump Street And being short is just another strike against me I used to get funny looks cause I was small And trying to make it like running to a brick wall Given the odds I was up against bro The average brother would have quit a long time ago But now I've got to wreck it out I'm doing shows people pay to see me turn it out Now I'm the spice around town It's funny how an album could turn somebody's life around I got friends and women on my tip But when they look at Richard, all they see is Bushwick Sometimes I don't know a friend from a foe And every different day it's a different girl I know And now that my pockets are getting fat I'm meeting girls who only want to do me black They tell me that they love me and all that But really they just wait for me to fall flat So they could get me for my income Take me for all I've got and then some Like Trina you dig 
I messed up and got too attached to her kid Knowing that she used the baby to use me Took him out my life, mentally abusing me But as the time went by, I got another Slimmy And she was just like the first one, screaming gimme But not in the exact same way She had a different type of game she liked to play Her name is Crystal, she played the quiet type And for a little while things seemed alright but just like the first one, homie, when things got hectic, the girl broke out on me. And it's getting out of hand, G, cause nobody seems to understand me. Reminiscing got me feeling kinda low. I broke out the Everclear and then I drunk some more. Until it was all gone. Now I'm looking for somebody to take my pain out on. But not just anybody, G. I'ma take that on Tamika, cause she's the closest to me. Full of that Everclear and high in that Buddha. I get to the house, all I'm thinking about is shooting her. Yeah, cause shooting her will be sweet. But you know it'll be sweeter if I make her shooting me. Call me crazy, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm tripping, yeah, from all that smoking weed and drinking. But I knew she wouldn't do it on her own, so I provoked her, punched her, kicked her, and choked her. But she still wouldn't grab the gun. And at that time, I wasn't thinking about no one. Damn near crazy. I went and grabbed the baby, held him by the door, and said, I'm going to throw him smooth out. So she went to crying. Somebody stopped him. I said, you better grab the gun or else I'm going to drop him. She snatched the baby out of my hands. We started fighting, punching, scratching, and fighting. Well, we fell on the bed. All kinds of crazy things was going through my head. So I ran and got the gun and came back to her. Loaded it up and handed the gas to her. I grabbed the hand and placed the gun to my eye muscle. She screamed, stop, and then we broke into another tussle. Yo, during the fight, the gun went off quick. Oh, man, I'm hit. Everything is hectic, I can't get a grip, I just can't check this Everybody's crying, could it be I'm dying? Bullet in my head, in the bed, I was lying Where's Meek? I wanna tell her I love her With an IV in my arm, I took a picture for an album cover Oh man, the situation's a trip, G Five different doctors with needles trying to stick me I hear my family hollering, he needs us during the confusion, man, I seen Jesus My mom's on the phone, long distance from New York Here comes the doctors again, trying to rip me apart I got a monkey on my back, I can't shake it I'm having suicidal thoughts, hoping that I don't make it But I'ma make it, cause something steady urging me Five hours passed, I made it through surgery And the doctor said I wouldn't make it through the night But God told me everything was gonna be alright And I'm glad that I'm here, G But it's messed up, I had to lose an eye to see things clearly <laughs> Oh man, I made it, I made it And everyone gets to hear my story I made it, but don't try this at your home Learn from my mistakes Kick the beat in, Beatle Bush, what are you doing, motherfuckers? Underestimate your size, man.
First of all, I laughed. Then what? Smashed their ass like a goddamn car crash. So if you wanna try your luck, come on. Play pussy, get fucked. Asshole, sleepy, get beat. You're a bad motherfucker if you dare to compete. Cause dying a rock be coming out your ass, fool. And have you singing the blues? Tall up, bigger by the pound. Let's go around. I'ma take you, shake you, and break you down. And if you kick, I'ma pick up a stick and beat your ass to the size of your dick, and that's small. And you think you're macking while you're lacking? Bushwick is packing. I'll show you, girl, how a real man feels. Lost things come in very small packages. And while you're getting on your knees to fuck, a nigga like me still standing up. Any bitch will tell you. As long as he has a big dick, size ain't shit. Yo, push me, Bill, man. Show these hoe-ass motherfuckers out here in the game, man. That you're too short to take a motherfucking short. And DJ Ready Red got your motherfucking back. Lifting weights will make you bigger. But lift me, you'll be a dead-ass nigga. You want to squabble because you think you're tougher? Squabble that, motherfucker. Those are called bullets. They got them in every state to keep niggas like you in place. And since I'm a trigger-happy nigga... Look for your place to be in a cemetery, you goddamn sucker. Lying next to another bad motherfucker. Reputation ain't shit, or see. What you done did in the past don't excite me. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. You can't have it. Nah, 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 nah. Any motherfucker wanna get with Bushwick, bring it on, cause your size ain't shit. Cause I'm too short to take, take, take. motherfucker ever since i've been a stupid ass motherfucker ever since i've been a stupid ass motherfucker ever since the penitentiary became my residence it wasn't nothing for me to disfigure you little nickel and dime ass niggas shank a motherfucker in a minute and if a riot was going down i was in it get off work and discuss my pardon chill out and smoke weed with the warden take a motherfucker like you and without remorse this is what i'll do you out and make you be my bitch and let a nigga get shit on his dick for one cigarette ain't harder than my dick and you're talking shit carry on motherfucker before the state convict me of assault or something hyper and i end up right back at riker like a sniper i'm scoping you out you won't even know when i'm taking your ass out i'm equipped and vicious tolerate no misses rougher than your lips when it comes to bitches bitch yeah i'm talking to you some of you niggas are bitches too you gotta be crazy as hell to try to buck up Oh, one bold motherfucker cause your size ain't shit Yo, yo, Bush with Bill come, come with it, man, no future, future, future in front Some stupid motherfucker said he had an advantage Fuck my size, you wanna do damage? Contestant number one, come on down You're the next motherfucker, I'm a clown So don't get excited like you're big exact Cause you ain't winning shit but a goddamn smack When I throw a motherfucking right cross your goddamn mouth now where's the hype coming from don't make me use this goddamn gun because i'll give you as hell and charge your rent fuck you up like a goddamn accident innocent is how i look because a nigga my side is supposed to cook you took me for a sucker that day so bitch you found out the hard way size ain't shit To teach the world to be a dope man just like me. I like to front the world some coke and let them sell for me. Born in the ghetto as a street thug. At age 16, I started selling cheap drugs. Ecstasy would cost you three. A year later, I robbed a dope house and stole a key. 
36 is what I count. Now multiply 36 and 700 an ounce. Bag it up and make my profit. But some pussy motherfucker in office is trying to stop it. And the bastard that's stopping the bus is the same motherfucker that delivers to us. He's paying off the cops. Trip across in the middle, man, trying to get the smaller push of power. The politicians are players. Reagan and Bush were cutting tough for Noriega. Now the juices are sour. Remember, politicians mean scheming for power. You know what a hustle is? That's a gig. That don't fly straight. Now let's go back to the past. The motherfucker who needs to be tried is Ronald Reagan's ass. Appointed Bush to the CIA. That shit was cold. Pinariego on the payroll. All of a sudden shit changed right after 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't that strange? Something I'm going too far. But if you wanna go to war, I'll take you to war. They don't care about niggas on welfare. As long as their kind ain't there. You got my keys on a freeze, motherfucker. My city's on the sea. Today's special ghetto. Today's special ghetto. Today's special ghetto. 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 Willie D sell out, you can swatch that fast. Here's a hit and a half for your ass. Police brutality is now a formality. They're kicking the ass and we're paying the salary. The average cop with a badge is a bitch. Back in high school, they used to get their fucking ass kicked. All of a sudden, they're snapping necks. Putting niggas in check, making threats, saying I'm next. I laugh at a motherfucking lawman. Without the peace, bitch, you're nothing but a raw man. You couldn't hang if we were capping our punching. So go suck a dick and write a ticket or something. Today's special. Get over today's special.
DMD, what up, man? What? Yeah, DJ MD, DJ DMD said, uh, Mr. Dory Dossie said, uh, RIP Bushwick Bill, man. Big ups, DJ DMD. You yourself as well are an incredible legend. Man. Who contributed so much to the game. To what we have here in Houston, Texas, now in Texas as a whole, man. PA worldwide for real. Your production, your dedication, what you did for us. We love you. We give your flowers to you right now, brother, for real. And we love what you're doing now with the Christian rap. We love what you're doing now in general, man, from the from the beginning, man. And I love to see him posting up things online about him still getting residuals from oh, 25 yeah. Lighters, man. I yeah. mean, 25 Lighters was covered by ZZ Top. Yes. Also from Houston. Yes. 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 Man, I mean, those are the type of things that I, business, I, I love business. to see. Houston rap come so full circle because ESG is in the house right now. I'm looking at him right now and I'm thinking back to the day when ESG was first starting out. Like, we would never imagine ZZ Top giving a damn about anything we ever did. But they did. It came full circle. There's so many things. There's so many things that have happened over these years that, man, it's unbelievable. I, I, I didn't imagine back in when I first met E that. Everything will be going as it is now, man. Like you, you didn't have an idea. He didn't have an idea how big no, it's gonna be. No idea. Did man. you? I just did it. Not at all. Just go for it. Wow. I had no idea that one of my best friends that I met in a very worthless school that I should have never went to. <laughs> <clears throat> Basically, I got a weed connect and a couple of homeboys out of uh, out of my secondary tr- my secondary schooling. But it wasn't Bubba, not Bubba. No, me and no. Bubba are just friends. Just me yeah. and him. We're just friends, friends. But yeah, uh, Bubba and uh, you, you running Sugar Hill Studios now. Mm-hmm. And owner, I want to talk to you. And we've got we got Henry in the house. Who who else in the house tonight? We got Kay Skrilla in the house. Kay Skrilla in the mm-hmm. house. Kay Skrilla did uh, produced uh, about half the Bill record and did most of the engineering. And uh, right now, this trips me out because. Literally, chill. I'm sitting between two of my best friends in the world right here, and where we've come. Hello, so, to so hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you said two of your best friends over there? You and Bubba. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I just, just want to make sure. I, no, you I and Bubba. Wanna, I, I just want to make sure. No, you're in. You're in the top Yo, two. I, I'm just top saying, two. I'm just, I'm just saying. Because like, like, every time it, I, everybody, every time it. I say, you know what I'm saying, by two, that that's that's what I say. Exactly. So no. I'm like. Alright, I just want to make sure. Chill and I go back before damage control. Yeah, so I'm Bubba and I go back before damage control. All right, all right. Now, to think, to bring all these things full circle, I mean, Bill came to Sugar Hill and recorded his last tracks. 30 of them. 30 of them with you. 30 tracks. I saw the pictures with Naughty by Nature in the studio. I saw, you know, I, don't, I haven't heard anything yet, but I've seen... The thing, you know, he was in there working. I was actually one one of the, the probably second or third day that he came to Sugar Hill was the first time I came and actually got to tour with you. I came and came to see you. Yes, indeed. That and he right. had just started coming into uh, Sugar Hill to record. I didn't know, and maybe you didn't even know at the time that he was sick. I didn't yeah, know it. I, uh, I didn't know it then. You know, I I uh, I'd only known Bill a couple of months. If that before then, you know, I met him uh, right after the new year when he went into the hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I knew Bill was sick before Bill knew Bill was sick. You wow. know what I mean? Like, mm. um, it was just you know, 
one of those things. So right. I knew, you know, Bill was floating around from studio to studio just trying to get work done, and I, I just knew I had to let him in and just let him record and record and record and record and record. Yeah. You know, just right. get as much done as we can because, you know, I hoped, of course, for the best, but, you know, just in case. Right. Yeah. Case Grill, how did you get involved with Butchick Bill? Oh, uh, well, I was just hanging around the studio helping out with whatever needed to be done, and then I think I came over there after a gig one night, and Bill and Bubba were outside, and he introduced me, told him I was a guitar player, and he wanted me to get on a track. Man. And he then, did that a lot, actually. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch. <laughs> and then a few days later, they needed somebody to engineer a vocal session with Bill, so I stepped in and... That was about five months ago, five or six months ago. Right. And then it was almost every day since then. And Chris Waters, too, right? Yeah. Chris Waters was who I met that day when we were all in the uh, studio. Hold on, I'm trying to keep the instrumentals rolling here. Tell me a little bit about these last few months with Bill, man. Tell me a little bit about what we can expect from this album. Bubba? Um, well, there's a lot of interesting stuff on this record. Of course, you're going to get the classic hip-hop, you know, like Bill really wanted to make a lot of classic hip-hop tracks, you know, in the vein of like Rakim and the Ghetto Boys and, right. you know, all the stuff he loved growing up in New York, in, you know, Houston and everything. Uh, he did a very gangsta, you know, uh, reggae track. Right. He did a couple country tracks. What? He's done a lot of covers. You know, as well as a lot of like, you know, it's a, it's some interesting stuff for sure, man. Um, you get a good feeling for where Bill was in his journey as well. You know, there's a lot of positive stuff. There's a lot of reflective stuff. Um, you know, about his situation, and, right? Uh, you know, the the stuff he did with Tretch, really, really good. The stuff he did with ESG, really good, man. Really catchy. That's so funny that you mentioned Tretch and ESG back to back because. When people, magazines and websites put their top MC lists together and all that, uh-huh. you almost never see Tretch and ESG on those lists. But if you listen to rap, Tretch, he had some hits. He had some real big hits. So when you only listen to those, you don't realize how incredible of an MC Tretch is uh-huh. to this day. But Tretch was one of those groundbreaking MCs, just like ESG was for us down here. Still is. Still is. I mean, not was, yeah, is. <laughs> but no, you're still here, Mike. Okay, all right, already, already. But no, no, no. But I'm saying, no, but back hey, then, hey. but I'm saying, back in the heyday of, of things, you know what? Oh, when, for you sure, know, man. No, come on, man. You don't get these people on these lists, man, but like Tretch, Tretch especially, has never been on like a top 10 list that I've seen. And that dude has developed styles upon styles that people have stolen for years. Anyways, just let's let's talk more about Bushwick Bill. All right. <laughs> tell me more about. Tell yeah, me more about. He was about to go in on you. I, we, <laughs> because, we were, I guess, lucky enough no, to kind of get to know Bill and work with Bill, like after Bill had quit the drinking. You know what I mean? So Bill is always Bill. You know. Um, you know he's a headstrong. Uh, you know, not shy kind of person right. but uh without the sort of extra alcohol fuel it was you know it was a pleasure you know quite honestly yeah. he was an angel in my life 
quite honestly. I mean, ever since Bill started showing up, just like good thing after good thing was happening. And, you know, I'd sit and talk with Bill about life and, you know, philosophical things about the history of hip hop, about history in general, about theories, about why. It was great. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was a truly a, a wonderful, wonderful experience for me. Incredible. Henry. Yes. Now you tell you just told me we were talking earlier that you were started listening to Damage Control when you were behind bars. That's right. Uh, I was on the Luther unit in Navasota. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I was friends with Wally uh, with with Zen. Yeah. I met him in 2000 did music with him then and uh, Ray Hill introduced me to the to this show well to his show uh, the prison show in 2001. Rest in peace, Ray Hill. Yeah, Ray. Um, he he changed my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, big big influence for me. And, um, you know, in 2002, I started, you know, I, I was listening to KPFT all the time. It helped me stay, you know, stay out of the day room, stay out of trouble. I, I just, you know, loved all the different programming. So it, it's mm-hmm. good to be back here, and it's good to actually finally meet you after finally, 17 man. years. So nice to meet you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was, I was actually up at Sugar Hill a couple months ago uh, doing a track with ESG on my project. And that's when I met Bill for the first time, and, and it was a, a couple months later that we were mixing it and um and and uh bill walked in the door looking for skrilla and and i i already had uh hung up on my baby an instrumental version that i i had covered for a, a, a for a documentary mm-hmm. and I, I i spoke to him about it and uh and two days later we were in the studio and but before we were in the studio uh, I got the pleasure of driving him around for about three hours, and I, I had no idea what I was in store for. When you know, I wow. thought, I, you know, I've done many sessions, uh, and I, I thought I was going to show up. You know, he's going to rap over this. It's you know, he's familiar with it. He's going to do whatever he does, and you know, it's like I, I got to. I'm I'm not going to tell y'all what we did, but it, it was just an honor to, to mm-hmm. get to hang with him, and I had no idea the depth of. Uh, I, I, I had no idea what he was like, you know. I just, in, you know, my introduction to him, of course, was Ghetto Boys, and uh, for me, it was 1991, and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't on the radio. It was, it was in the lunchroom, mm-hmm. hearing, hearing people rapping it, and I was like, "What is this? I've got to, I've got to check this out." Man, yeah, and um, so uh, I, I'm just, I just think it's really cool that it worked out. I, I had, you know, th- none of that was planned. None of that. Right, you know, to 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 to, to get to, to meet him and and then work with him and and um uh, and and it's you know I think it's looking like it's going to be a part of you know how however they're going to release the release the thirty forty you know hundred tracks that he did. At the I mean, end, and if you look at it, like. man, listen, man, if you look at Tupac when he passed and how many projects came out after he passed, I mean, Bushwick. Is on the level of a Tupac, man. Bushwick is from that era. Bushwick is is a pioneer. Bushwick is an innovator. Bushwick is one of is a legendary human being in our culture, man. Like, and I pray that more projects come out from him. I really pray that uh, all this music is released. Yeah. So is it uh, um, is it gonna be released or how is it gonna happen? You know. Uh, Right now, the family is working it all out. Um, They've got investors that are putting out the record, and uh, we're not sure exactly whether they're going to divide it into two records or maybe even two records and some singles and stuff. Okay, okay. But um, 
you know, it's going to be probably something out in the next, you know, few months. Yeah. And then probably something else in the next year. Don't let them get bootlegged. But I don't know. I don't know exactly what the plan is. But, yeah, we won't let them get bootlegged. We were hoping to play us some music tonight, but... You know, no, they, it's they fine. They asked us not to. No, it's fine, and it's good, because you need to protect that. You need to protect that legacy, and he has a family. He has children that, that should live from that legacy, man, and Indeed. I really hope. Because, uh, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to make some damn money, man. Right. Right. Anyways, Case Grilla, how did you come together with him, though? How did it all come together? Just in the studio... He came in. Uh, yeah, he came in, and he was already working with other people. And right. They would be busy, so, and I wasn't busy at the time. Right. <laughs> so we were. I would record his vocals, and he liked the way I worked. He, you know, Did you I, already have beats for him when you recorded his vocals, and you, he was going over mm, tracks you made, or you were engineering it? Uh, I was just engineering the vocals. He okay. Had, he had beats with other guys in the studio. Gotcha. And... You know, there was a point we had finished all those, and I was I was there early one morning waiting for him to show up, and I actually made the first beat I've ever made. <laughs> and then he came in later that evening, I played it for him, and him and Tony came up with a hook, and then he freestyled, I think, six verses in a row. And then we've gone over those with other features now, but I don't know, that's just how it went. Verses in a row and other features. So there was other artists who came in to record specifically for this project. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. at least I mean, a dozen people. I'll tell you, and... like, um, you know, uh, Bill, like I said, is very headstrong. Very much wanted to play. You know, some some artists will come in and pay a producer or work with the producer in order to get the producer's ideas and his flavor and everything. Like Bill you know very much want to do things his way so him and kevin found a way to you know kevin would help bill get his ideas out the way bill wanted them right you know and uh bill just loved it he loved he, you know kevin's an awesome guy he loves kevin trusted kevin quite a bit and uh you know just having kevin plays most instruments quite well right so um there's a lot of live instruments on this record okay and uh so, I mean, that's kind of just how they got together and, and started working pretty regularly together. Um, well, speaking of that, I know there's a lot of stuff that was recorded in Austin as well at Arlen Studios with various musicians, and I hope that all can come out as well. I hope oh, yeah. that all this stuff can benefit his family, but I, we've got about nine more minutes of damage control, and I actually have a nine-minute song. You know Domikos from Rusted Shut of and course. Future Blondes and this sort of thing? He sent me a song, because, you know, Bushwick was all over the place hanging out, especially in Austin, running around with, with different artists. And Domikos is a legend as well here. He threatened to and stab I, me once. Well, <laughs> I mean, who who didn't? Who hasn't? Exactly. Who is he not threatened who, to stab not, Who has you know. Anyways, this song, when he sent it to me, I was wondering what this was going to be, man. But it's surreal. This is really a really surreal Bushwick Bill track, I and mean, I want everyone who's still tuned in to listen to this closely because he's really speaking to you, to me, to everyone. If you want to hear an inspirational track from Bushwick Bill over a crazy Domico's track, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you're not gonna, under, you're not gonna expect this. I don't know if uh, we're gonna have a little extra time after two. What's gonna happen? We should. We should because he, he's late. Reggae time. Hey.
But uh, I did want to end the show with this, and we may not be ending the show yet because we're going to stay until we can uh, go. And uh, we're going to go as long as we can here. We still we got some Brazil in the house. We got other people we can talk to tonight. The the new Michael Myers, that type of thing. We're going to holler at some more people, I hope. But if not, if this is the end, I wanted to end the show with this song because this is really a deep, deep, deep Bushwick Bill cut. Do you want to say anything before we go out? I want to say goodnight, guys, because I will not be here past 2 o'clock. So. That's, that's how I used to be, too. I used to be like, yeah, this, this dude ain't here. He's locked out. So goodnight, guys. Anyways. So just in case it's the end goodnight. of the show, I want to say... um. It, it was a great pleasure to have everyone that showed up tonight um, um, on behalf of Damage Control and the whole crew. Thank everybody that took out their time to come out here. Everybody that called in. We really appreciate it. And um, just keep keep the legacy going. Um, please uh, continue to support Damage Control. If you have new music, if you want to come up here or you, want, you have information that, that could be helpful, hey, let us know. And Matt, once again, thank you Matt, for the opportunity you. 16 years ago. 17. I'm talking about for myself. Okay. No, it wasn't even a year. 17 years ago. 17 thank years you for letting ago. me okay. come back to this. Because sitting here, I feel like I never left. Yeah. I yeah, love definitely. it here. I love KBFT. So thank you so KBFT much for the opportunity. His real Houston family. Yeah. Big ups and prayers to everyone mourning the death of our man Bushwick Bill prayers to you Scarface prayers to you Willie Amen. D prayers to you Damo rest Prince. in peace ready red yeah, yeah. everyone this man is touched I know he's touched a lot of you I know a lot of you are mourning him right now and, and feeling him right now one of the things I wanted to say before we got off here is like I wasn't like best friends with Bushwick Bill or anything I wasn't like the closest guy in the world to Bushwick Bill but one of the reasons this affects me so much is that this is a dude who was everywhere. You could go just about anywhere and that dude would pop up randomly. You could be at the any the strangest place. There's Bushwick Bill. You could be at a red light and this major hip-hop icon walks across the street in front of your car. Like random things. Bushwick Bill was everywhere man and to me what really hit me and made me cry and feel you know really feel this passing above and beyond you know everything else was the fact that i'm like man this dude i'm not gonna see him literally randomly crossing the street he's not gonna just show up here with a knife in a uh in a cane like he did He's not gonna just pop up in the studio that he shouldn't. He has no business being in. That he that he wasn't expected to be in. He wasn't expected to be there. Like, but Bushwick Bill, you never knew he would just be there. He showed up and he was everywhere and he's everything and he means a lot to all of us and his whole family. I pray for his whole family. I pray for all his peers and everyone mourning this loss right now. This is a huge loss for hip hop. This is a huge loss for Houston. And as you can see from the people who came down and called in and were a part of this tonight, hip-hop culture lost a very major human figure in this and an incredible influence. Love you all. I love everyone who tuned in tonight. I love everyone who's mourning the Bushwick Bill, everyone who's thinking about him. I pray that uh, his family can move forward through this. I can't wait to hear the new music. And, of course, next week, 
throughout time and check the social medias. We will try to keep you up on any of the services, any of the memorials, any other things that are coming up for, for Bushwick in the next week. But please keep that man in your thoughts and prayers and never like you would never let Tupac die. You would never let Biggie die. You would never let our legends die. DJ Screw. Okay. Before DJ Screw, there was Bushwick Bill and the Ghetto Boys. Very important. Houston, hold your heads up and definitely keep that light shining forever. This is actually a strange kind of cut that uh, I'm going to end the show with, but if you really listen to the things he's saying in it, you're going to feel it. Big ups, Tomacos. Thank you for this. It's Damage Control.